fucking. Uh, what did I have? I had. Yeah. Uh, no, I had a. This was an even, This is like a third. Yeah, among other things. Yeah. Uh, this is a third party story. This one, but it, it relates to what you just said. I had a buddy. We were swapping BCT stories, right? And okay. um, the one one of my favorites that he told me was he had a. They were going through vehicle identification, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes. Um, they're talking about tanks right and it's right. it was the m1a1 and he says he writes on the paper on his on his test it was like a little quiz or whatever they were given he wrote a1 and then the drill sergeant comes over and he's like reading it he's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like what's this and he says oh that's the um or he said what, what does it say here and he says it's an a1 and he says a what and he says oh an m1a1 and he's like well how come you didn't write m1 and he goes well, it's A1 to be preceded by M1, drill sergeant. And he goes, <laughs> and the drill sergeant says, well, then you get a go to be preceded by a no. Making it a no <laughs> and he made him go to the back of the line. Nice. <laughs> so that's one of my favorites. Everybody, that's if you good. can hear V, please uh, let us know. I was um, like, uh, yeah, t- tell, us if, tell us if you can hear me and if you can hear uh, so we don't get on get all going and uh, it breaks our momentum because someone goes, I can't even hear you guys. Or, <laughs> yeah, or let me buzz, know if I'm loud enough. Too. Or who was it that was like, I can't hear V, and then it turned out they had like that side of their headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, motherfucker. No, I had uh, I had this drill sergeant that uh, I remember I was on CQ in basic training, and um, he was telling me something, and it was like, uh, uh, I forget what it was. It was like, oh, we got to go here, and then we got to do this, and we got to do that. And I was like, well, why do we got to do that, Drill Sergeant? Like, what for? And he goes, I don't know, Private. You know what? Do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? What did I do? I was just asking a question. That's how they were, though, right? They were always funny. I wish I – maybe one of these days, because I know you kept a journal, too. Uh, yeah, I did. I had kept a journal of just funny quotes was my thing. Like, I, all I did was I would write funny quotes. And, you know, they gave us those little uh, little tiny pads or whatever to keep on us. So we always had yeah, something yeah. to write shit down. A memo. Down. Yeah. And uh, and then I would go back to the barracks at the end of the day, and I would transfer. Like, I'd be sitting there with my flashlight, like, writing all the notes or whatever. Um, and uh, I would switch from the small pad to the to, to my main notebook or whatever. So I have right. just, like, this thick notebook full of quotes and then stuff that I would, like, tape into it. Like, memor- like not memorabilia, but, like... Um, uh, like scrapbooking almost basically with right. this notebook or whatever uh, yeah let's fish already says that does, does the stream keep cutting up for you guys that's the second one is we've it, gotten today is everybody is else anybody up? else having a problem remember uh, I used to have a drill sergeant that would say he'd go I, you know why I didn't graduate kindergarten because I don't play because <laughs> I don't play he always said he was from the cab y'all from the cab you heard but he was like, uh, I don't play. <laughs> That's why he didn't graduate. We, uh, yeah, we that. used to have one, like the one cav guy. Everyone else was infantry in my basic for whatever reason. Like the, or, yeah, it was all infantry except for one guy who was cav. And he talked like this. But he was like <laughs> super white. And he'd go, get in the grass. <laughs> so, oh, what is going on with the internet? Yeah, I don't know, man. Find oh, me on not, them internets. It's not showing Remember me. Remember that uh, dude? Uh, what was his name? The he had the um, it was like the what was the fucking with the he had 
It was like a junkyard, but he also sold waffles. That big black dude. And he was all, uh, find me on them internets. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Michael Clark Duncan, right? No. Well, no, that was, you're thinking of uh, Ving Rhames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was essentially that's right, that's the right. same guy. But, uh,. Or what was the other one? Uh, Zeus Tiny Lister. Remember him? No. Which one is he? He was, he was Debo on Friday. Oh, his yeah. name is His name is Zeus. Yeah, Zeus Tiny Lister. They call him Tiny, ironically. Right. Naturally. <laughs> yeah. Which is what you do when someone's, like, oversized, you know. That's what you do. You, you give them a nickname that's ironic. Not me. You know? I respect people. Um, I yeah. respect people and their signs. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough. right. I thought you just meant in general you respect no, people. No, heavens no. You know yeah, I was going to say, what? I actually got in trouble today for not respecting somebody, um, or not respecting the COVID rules, right? Like just in general? <laughs> just yeah. In general, not, res- not respecting, period, not having any respect? No, I, you know I don't do that. But, yeah, um, of course. No, I actually got in trouble for not respecting the rules of COVID. Uh, yeah. because I was in class. I'm right. I'm jotting down the names as we go here. Um, I'll put that down for a minute. I can't do two things at once. Uh, Learn to no, multitask. Cool. I can't do that. I, can't. <laughs> I was never able to chew bubble gum, and um, that's why Who's I didn't that? graduate kindergarten because I can't chew bubble gum. Because <laughs> I don't play. Because uh, I, I didn't graduate. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so what did what did you do? I, I mean, I know the story. You know, I know the, the answer. Right? The audience doesn't. Know. I immediately told you because I knew you would find <laughs> it funny. Uh, well, what happened was I was at school, and um, speaking of school and not graduating, I was at school. Yeah. And uh, I don't wear a mask, and I've made that abundantly clear. But I have the I have the crutch that I always fall on that I can say, well, I have a I have a medical condition, so I don't have to wear a mask. And um, according to ADA, CDC, and the governor. Uh, So uh, I don't have to wear a mask, and that's always been my crutch that I fall on. And as I was sitting there in the back of the room, because that's where I sit, I always hide out in the back of the room so I can sit on my phone and play Pokemon Go. And um, (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And they, they're like right out the gate, the dude was like, so few housekeeping rules, guys. I just, uh, administrati- administration wanted me to make it very clear that we have to wear masks. So uh, from not just when you're sitting on your way in from the door, as soon as you walk in the door, you have to be wearing your mask. And he didn't look at me or anything. So I'm like, well, and I'm the only one not wearing a mask naturally. Yeah. And so I just ignored it because I'm like, well, you know, and this is what pisses me off about the whole mask thing is we're like six months into this. Right. right. And six or seven months. Anyways, it's not like anybody is like not aware that you're supposed to wear masks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, it's, you don't it's have to everywhere. Tell me. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, when I walk into a place and people like immediately rush up to me like sir you have to wear a mask in here i'm like how many people like how many times a day does this happen where you like rush up to somebody and you say sir you need to wear a mask in here and they're like (laughs) what since when like is this new is this something like i was just here last how often does it happen where like somebody doesn't know uh so at this point when you run up to somebody like that and yell sir you need to wear a mask in here you're either calling me an idiot or you're just you yourself are an idiot because you're willing to like rush on somebody who probably has a medical condition 
that is not wearing a mask and knows that you're supposed to wear a mask except for if you have a medical condition so it's just like a, a funny situation to me that people think that just the general public needs to be reminded oh we need to wear masks uh everywhere we go and in public and shit uh so anyways yeah. he says this and i don't put my mask on now nah, so i'm like whatever uh this doesn't apply <laughs> i'm like i'm like hillary clinton in that you know i'm like that's the rules don't apply to me mm-hmm. and so at the end of class he's we're doing this group work or whatever and he's walking around looking at everybody and looking at their name tags to see who's there taking attendance while we're doing our group work and um he he says after after it's all said and done he goes all right so i went around and i took attendance so if i call your name uh, this is after we're released and shit and he goes uh, if I call your name, it's because I, you didn't have a name tag in front of you, and I wasn't able to track you as being here, and I want to make sure that everybody is counted as having attended. And he calls me last, like, and, and I had my name tag in front of me. So I knew. I said, what? I looked at the people in front of me. I was like, I have my name tag. You guys saw it. I said, you know what? He's probably calling me up there to yell at me about not wearing a mask. And uh, <laughs> sure enough, I walk <laughs> up there, and he goes, hey, uh, well, I like I approached him saying I had a name tag in front of me, and he's like, "I know, I know. It's you know, you you didn't have a mask on, and I got to tell you, we have to wear masks in here. Administration's being real strict about this." And I was like, "Look, I have what I, I said. I have pulmonary fibrosis, dude." And he goes, <laughs> "Well, did you clear it with administration?" And I said, "Well, no, I didn't know that I had to." And he goes, "Well." We, we need to see if we can get that cleared. Maybe it's just like a note from your doctor or maybe some medical records uh, just showing that you have this medical condition. You, you, you don't wear one. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting harassed about it, which is, you know, like the shit that we do, like that long time yeah. stuff that you were talking about where you like yeah, you yeah. make it seem like you're not the one that's pitching a fit about it. Yeah. And uh, and then make the other person make them feel like like you care about them when yeah. really you don't. And yeah. so I like immediately saw right through this thing. I was like, you know, what's weird, Professor? Uh, you know, which sounded probably way like exactly how uh like rude as I wanted it to. Like, listen, mm-hmm. professor, uh, the the thing is, I went when I was trying to apply for the VA, and they had to fill out a form for me saying that I had all my medical stuff on file. Uh, they wouldn't sign it because. Um, here at the school, they wouldn't sign it because they don't keep medical records on students. And they do it to avoid HIPAA regulations. So it sounds to me like you're saying that they'll take medical records when it's beneficial to the school, but absolutely absolve themselves of responsibility when it's beneficial to the student. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and ask the provost about this and see if we can get this straightened up. And I was like, all right, I would appreciate that. And then <laughs> we went our separate ways. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Pwned. That's a, that's a pwned moment. Yeah. I, I, what I find funny is like, they're like, man, people still like, that's a big deal to them. And it's not like you said, it's funny that you mentioned that, like that makes a really valid point about people going, Oh, uh, they telling you to wear a mask because, Oh yeah, you gotta wear a mask in here. Well, obviously, like oh, that's, it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. At least in my county and like my state, like it's like essentially like a policy or what do they call it? Not a policy mandate. It's like it's a mandate or something. I forget what it is, but it's um it's basically like you can't even go into any grocery store or anything unless you're wearing a mask. 
And like, so you go everywhere and everybody's wearing masks, literally everywhere. And so if you went into somewhere and you're not wearing a mask, it's not because you don't know that you, you're not supposed to wear. Oh, I didn't know I wasn't supposed what? to wear a mask. Is this some kind yeah. of new policy? Yeah. Why is everybody wearing masks in here? Like, I feel underdressed. It's, yeah, it's like, it's not because of that, you know? So that's kind of a funny point to think about when people are telling you, oh, in case you didn't know, you got to wear a mask. And, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. No, so but there's like a lot of excuses, and it's funny. I've been thinking about this. Like, um, recently I got this rash on my neck, and I know this is the best thing that you want to hear about is like a weird rash on my neck, and like I think it's actually from like cologne, from like a cologne I put on the other day, like old cologne that I was like, hmm, this this I haven't touched this in a while, and then I sprayed it on my neck, and next thing you know, I'm all itchy, and you know. So anyway, so I was like, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like, what if, like, surgical masks, like, what if people were allergic to them and it gave them rashes? Like, they wouldn't have to wear it, right? You wouldn't have to wear it. So, like, couldn't that be an excuse to where you go, you go into a grocery store and they go, why aren't you wearing a mask? And you go, well, I'm allergic to masks. Right. You just tell them straight up, like, I can't wear them because I'm allergic to them. Also, I don't have COVID. So <laughs> you don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> you don't have anything to worry about there. So also, I'm not diseased. I'm not crawling yeah. with disease. You disgusting <laughs> yeah, exactly. bastards. That's yeah. what pisses me off too. Is like these dudes are like, well, it's not. I could go on and on about masks. Yeah, I know. Much, we do this all the time. <laughs> we'll do a whole um, episode about why. You had me at. I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, you know, these dudes like they they sit there and they say, well, it's to mitigate. Um, you know, droplets, spitting droplets, right? Yeah. And um, I'm like, well, from what? Like, well, you aspirate when you talk, and I'm like, not if I'm if I'm six feet away and shit. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna get on you. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lisp, and I'm not Sylvester the right. cat. So right. I definitely are. I'm not Daffy Daffy Duck, right? And then their argument was, well, it's kind of like if you um. If you're if you got two people and they're pissing or whatever, remember like that whole argument. They're like, if you got yeah. two naked guys and one of the guys comes up and pees and it'll get on yeah. you and you're like, oh gross. But if you're wearing pants and he pees, it's still gonna get on you. But if he's wearing pants, too, uh, you know, it's only gonna get on his pants. So that's kind of what the mask is. And I'm like, so that means I don't have to wear pants in that scenario. But. Uh, and I still won't get any piss on yeah. me. But then I'm like... Plus, like, plus like, why would you even be near somebody that's pissing in the first right, place? Right, And But their argument is the aspiration and the spitting yeah. and shit, right? And then they're like, um, they're like, well... Uh, well, my argument was, well, then I don't need to wear one because I don't have, I don't have to piss. Like, I don't have to wear pants because I don't have to piss right now. And they're like, yeah. but what if, you, what if you do? And I'm like, then I'll just not piss on somebody else, right? But then I'm like... <laughs> But then I'm like, but I get what you're saying, right? So the argument is, if I don't have COVID, right, right. Um, I can talk and it's not going to affect you. But if I do have COVID and I don't know it, and I'm talking, I'm aspirating at you, you can get COVID. Or if I, I'm like, but I just won't talk to you. That's too easy. And they're like, but what if you cough or sneeze? And I'm like, how many people do you know still like, <laughs> like yeah. all over, like and directly at people and don't cover their mouth. Yeah, or whatever. nobody does that. Children, that's it. Children yeah. should be the ones that have to wear masks. They're the gross ones. Children are the ones that have the most diseases and they're always like ridden with like sickness. You know what I mean? And you know what's funny too is like kids don't get COVID. Like, uh, it's, just, it's statistically insignificant how much are the kids getting 
COVID, right? Uh, which is why people were crying about kids going back to school. I'm like, well, you realize like kids don't get COVID, right? Like if you look yeah. at the statistics, kids just don't get it. Um, and if they, it's so rare when they do get it, and when they do get it, they get over it. Like the ones who don't survive are the ones that were like had like leukemia and shit. And that's again, I don't count those as COVID deaths. I count that as leukemia death, right? Um, and like people yeah. who had AIDS or were like they were full blown AIDS and shit. And well, you know that's like, that's oh, a funny point a too that's a about COVID it. Death. It's yeah, that's a funny point too because you know everybody's like so panicky about COVID and it's like, well, first of all, it's treatable. <laughs> It's not fucking AIDS. It's not cancer. You're not going to die of COVID unless you're like an old ass person with some like autoimmune disease or something like you're an at risk person, period. If you're just a normal person and you get COVID, uh, it's treatable and you're not going to die. And so everybody's like freaking out like, oh, my God, COVID. And it's like, yeah, but you're not going to die from it. It's not fucking AIDS. Shouldn't you be like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the funniest thing, all these gay people that are upset about it. Like, you need to wear a mask. And it's like, your lifestyle puts you at risk way more than COVID. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally get it. And this is like the people like... Because of AIDS. Cause, cause of this AIDS. is the weird, like, if this is a weird time to all of a sudden get, like, nervous about a virus. Like, right. you've been you've been throwing your dick into things that have, like, far worse of a virus than this covid nonsense which has a 99.7 percent survivability rate uh hey here's what we're gonna do because people are still talking about how the uh the stream is all jacked up what i'm gonna Uh do is i'm gonna close it out and i'm gonna blame it on uh j-rab here i'm gonna Uh, close it out fucking j-rab dude kick it up again and then said that after i hit uh unmute for both of us so didn't really matter i thought i was being stealthy vs that song actually comes from what the hell is that thing called uh the serbian film is the name of the movie it's a disgusting that's the actual name of the movie is a serbian film a serbian film yeah there's like a i'm not gonna ruin it for you guys i recommend just going and watching it totally clean family friendly movie no no it's not really is it really furthest thing from that all right i can't we can't go until jay coop gets here and announces his presence because uh this is for him today today's episode is for jay coop so right i actually saw a movie on amazon the other day I, i skimmed past it and i thought of you i was i was thinking i wonder if tom has seen this movie and I want to say it was called something Uncle Peckerhead. You seen that? Have you no, seen that I've movie? Never, I've never seen a movie with the name <laughs> with the word Peckerhead in it. It is called something Uncle Peckerhead. I'm telling you. Oh, that's like the actual name, something Uncle Peckerhead, or no, no, it's okay. not, that's not that's not the actual name. But the movie has the title of the word Peckerhead in it. No. Now I need to now I need to like determine exactly what it was called. You know, I don't just like movies that have curse words in the title, V. No, I know. Not I, my, I, 
I was, uh, I was okay. It's just called Uncle Peckerhead. Is ah. what it's called. And it's, uh, it's, a, it says went up there. I'll read you, the, <laughs> read you the, read you the, uh, what's it called here? When a punk band scores their first tour, life on the road proves tough. When they hire a man-eating demon as a roadie. This is, uh, that's the log line there for this movie called Uncle Peckerhead. There's no, there's no actors that you would know unless, you know, David Littleton or Chet. Oh, that's my dude, David Littleton cheeks. No, <laughs> you're fucking kidding, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> fucking David, David Littleton. I was like, for a second, I was like, you really had me going there. Where is everybody at, man? Did you tell them that we're back live or... Uh, yeah, I did. As a matter of fact, I just—I'm really just worried at this point about Jay Coop because he wanted us to talk about today's episode. So, yeah, this is for him. And that's it. Because he's because he's always uh, hounding us. Every time we say, "You guys tell us something to do," and then he tells us, and then we never do it. <laughs> we always do something else. <laughs> and what's funny is uh, today, when what was it today or was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. You said, "What are we? Yeah. What are we covering tomorrow?" And I said, oh, "I don't know. Uh, probably." Um, I said we'll figure it out later, and you were like, "What's that one that uh, Jay Coop's always talking about? Something Schneider?" And I was like, "I, I said you got me. I don't think he's ever told me." And then as soon as he told me what it was, I was like, "Oh, he has told me that." Um, <laughs> and uh, he, go, but yeah, he told us, and I said, "I said you know what? I'll just ask him because I'm not going to sit here and play this game where I like scroll through all of his messages. Not like you know, not like." we have like some crazy extensive uh conversation or anything certainly not one that just specifically talks shit about uv but yeah, um no, I, guess, I wasn't I about to scroll through all that <laughs> and try to or try to like weasel it out of them like hey how do you spell the name of that guy you were tr- always trying to get us to talk about or that thing that you were always trying to oh talk about? yeah yeah you know I that number um, yeah, be subtle about it so it makes it uh, seem right. like you didn't forget but you really did yeah and yeah. so i just said hey what's that friggin' thing that you wanted us to talk about and he like had it all typed like he had this whole paragraph he probably just yeah. copied and pasted it he's had, he's actually time. done like he's done posts that he's like uh tagged us in on twitter that like has stuff that has like videos of stuff that we should like watch or whatever um i was like yeah yeah this stuff's interesting man like we should totally totally, totally do this and then I, uh... in actuality i i kind of just skimmed through it i was like yeah yeah that, this looks uh I can't look at everything, man. I can't. <laughs> I, can't I can't be bothered with all yeah. these recommendations from yeah. our actual loyal fans, not the fair yeah. weather ones who kind of who, who just show up and in, in passing or whatever, and leave some hate mail in the comments. Uh, but no, the uh, somebody, uh, yeah, somebody else had actually messaged me and said, "Hey, you guys should totally talk about this." And it was something so like my my thing is. If it's a topic that can be covered in 30 seconds, it's very difficult to turn that into a whole show. Um, and that's kind of what this was. And then, and furthermore, it wasn't really paranormal at all. Uh, it was actually very, like, hist- Like if we had a show called You Had Me at Abraham Lincoln, and it was like a history-based show <laughs> where we talked about history, like, that would be the thing. That would be the, the best way to do or the best... Uh, outlet for it unfortunately that's not this show so i'm like i'll have right. to look into this stuff man and see if i can c- come up with something that we can relate to the show but yeah that's the problem if you have recommendations for the show we're happy to hear them however 
please don't let it be like something so oddly specific that we can't even venture to make i mean realistically the shows are only like what an hour hour 15 tops so at least at least has to be more than 30 seconds so uh but yeah that's today you know i feel like we we're gonna have to roll without jay coop i already uh you know i sent yeah where is that freaking muldoon at man he's the guy on jay uh if you're in the chat you say say what's up yeah say something yeah if if you are in the chat anybody besides vs we see you we see you vs and we love but, you uh, yeah if anybody else is in the chat just give us a little uh was <laughs> do it do it sexy do yeah it, do it dosimo do it sexy <laughs> true <laughs> lies remember yeah, yeah yeah that's right that's a good scene but, we got uh, whacked off to that scene when she strips right yeah uh what's her name Lee, jamie what's lee her? curtis yeah jamie liam curtis yeah i don't think <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to... Oh, there, there we is. go. There we go. All right, all, right, all right, we can move forward now that Jacob's yeah. here. Yeah, all right. Like so I'll go ahead and, and, and kick us off here. Uh, today, like we said, uh, Jacob actually recommended this topic that we're going to be covering today. So he knows, he knows that... Uh-oh, he sent me... He said, check your tweeters. Uh, uh, maybe if you pull it up on your cell, you'll see it. You know what, Jacob? Uh, yeah, he said that there's a, an issue where the stream keeps like kicking out every three to five seconds. But here's the thing: like, I have it pulled up on my end, and um, you know it's working just fine. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no buffering on, on on my end here. So, uh, and I'm not running it through. I'm running it separately through another internet thing. It must be like a some kind of connection issue on i hate to like put it on somebody else and be like it must be an issue yeah. on, your, uh, on your end but it's working over here and uh anybody else having any issues with the stream and it like buffering and, and all that crap um jacob, jacob. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny <laughs> well we're gonna here's what we're gonna do we're gonna roll with it uh jacob and um you know, hopefully it, it clears up a little bit. Uh, Mike says it's working good here now. That, man, it's always something here. It's always something with this sh- friggin' yeah, show. It's fucking it's J-Rab, what, dude. What a bunch fucking... of damn amateurs these you yeah. had me at Bigfoot guys are. Yeah. Welcome aboard, BPT, <laughs> VS, Jacob, Mike in Manitoba. Um, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Let's Fish already was here earlier. Justin Welkers, uh, Kyle, and... Overbuilt Automotive was a really funny name. I saw. Yeah, <laughs> Overbuilt Automotive, like that. a car he was a that new guy, fucking new guy. Yeah, and we totally like we screwed up our first impression with the guy. Yeah, he was just like, well, fuck these guys, man. They can't even, <laughs> can't even do stream. a damn stream. Horrible some show. Po- some podcast. These guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just tune into the Apple or the iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Jacob actually recommended this episode several times and we totally blew him off every single time uh by the way what are we cheersing to to jacob you blowing off someone yeah to blowing <laughs> off jacob yeah every time someone says blow off i always laugh because they don't realize it's like when they say he totally rubbed off on me <laughs> i bet he and did they, it's, it's, uh, yeah that's how i go i bet he did rub off on you. you know it sounds hurt. like he jerked off on you and when you say I totally blew them off, you blew them off <laughs> <laughs> to completion. As a matter of yeah, fact. to completion. That's a good. I'll have to remember that next time. To completion, even. 
Did they so, jizz in your mouth? <laughs> did you did you spit or yeah? Did it get like really graphic? Did it land on your chest? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he actually recommended that we do this episode several times, and we kept ignoring him. Um, I don't know why. I don't think it was intentional. Uh, I think I just he told me, and then I'm like, yeah, I'll totally. But like the the last thing on my mind on Wednesday nights at eleven o'clock uh, is this show. Like I mm-hmm. immediately like brain dump it and and walk away from it for six days and then on the seventh day i'm like all right we gotta buckle down and we gotta get a show ready for today uh but yeah he wanted us to cover phil schneider uh this dude who um you know what v why don't you go ahead and take the reins on this one tell us who uh phil schneider was okay i'll i'll read you what i'll do is i found okay i found a book on Amazon about the guy and there's a description of the book that I think is kind of like a good um, uh, what do you call it like a good synopsis of who he is or was rather so Philip Schneider was a US government geologist and engineer who was involved in the construction of deep underground military bases known as dumbs (laughs) (laughs) right Uh, which is literally the acronym dumbs Right, he was assassinated. This is this is speculation here, but this is what it says. He was assassinated for disclosing the truth about the U.S. government cover-up of UFOs and aliens. Many different topics are included in this book, including the Philadelphia experiment and the Montauk project. This was the most secretive project ever taken by a man. Philip Schneider was the first person in 1995 to publicly disclose the magnetic levitation trains, which connects all the deep underground military bases. The epilogue includes substantial evidence to confirm that many of the deep underground military bases, the dumbs, (laughs) (laughs) many of the dumbs have been destroyed in secret in a secret war between the deep state cabal and and the alliance in the revised edition blah 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 the new world order edition uh this covers the topics such as the coronavirus pandemic and 5g network and id so uh this book essentially just explained the the so-called whistleblower paul schneider and uh claims that he was assassinated although i didn't read anything (laughs) about him he claims that he was assassinated yeah Uh, yeah i don't uh i don't recall that but um i don't remember reading anything about being him being assassinated but that's the gist of it right like he was we did these dumbs and (laughs) he was working on this dumb project (laughs) are we still are we still here v i think so yeah all right there you are um yeah he was working on these dumb projects when i was pulling up like locations of where the bases were there was a map and it said the dumb map and i was like that is a pretty dumb map and then i laughed <laughs> myself quietly <laughs> like, good one like uh what do you know what, what what is it uh chandler is that the guy uh from friends when he's like well i'm funny right and he's talking to a door like he's talking to nobody and he looks over and he sees the door and he's like oh i'm funny right what do you know you're just a door all you know is knock knock jokes and he starts laughing to himself <laughs> <laughs> That was me today when I saw yeah, the dumb map. Um, yeah, that was the the gist of it. This dude, he was a geologist and uh, an underground construction expert. So, like I told you earlier, I watched this documentary on this guy. Well, it wasn't a documentary. That was, that was a very grandiose term for what it was. Uh, it was actually like a podcast um, of these two dudes that were kind of 
commenting on this dude's actual videos uh, from when he did seminars and shit and when he was like blowing the whistle, which is also kind of sounds like a euphemism for blowjobs. Right, um, right. <laughs> this whistleblower, yeah, this homosexual whistleblower was, uh, but they were just watching his lectures when he was talking, he was doing this disclosure bit and they would comment on it every once in a while. And this dude, like he would go to these lectures and he would talk about how he was a geologist and worked in these underground uh, military bases, creating these underground military bases uh, with, um, it's like almost like a cart, like in a cartoon, like when they have those gigantic drill cars where they like are driving oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden it points down and then they drill down the ground. Yeah, wasn't like, that like um, fucking Krang, right? Krang from yeah. the Ninja Turtles, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was exactly yeah. that. Um, he would and he would take these things. He would drill down and then he would drill like four holes, and that would be the outskirts of this underground city. Yeah, and, the dumb. Yeah, yeah, the dumb. I'm sorry. We need to refer to it by its <laughs> proper name. Uh, and then they would go down like two miles deep, and he said they were doing like one hole a day, like two miles a day, right, with right. this drill. And then they would meet the other holes that they created, and they would work their way inward. And they would create these gigantic, almost like... And the best way to describe it is if you've ever seen the origin, like the Resident Evil movie from back in like 90... Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, 2000? 99? 2000? With, uh, with me, me, yep. Mia... Yep, yep. What's Not her name? Mia... Mia Jovovich. Mia, Mia Jovovich. Mia Jovovich. Is that really... Jovovich. Is that really what it was? Yeah, I'm sure it it's pronounced Mia. way more Russian than what I'm giving... It, <laughs> what I'm doing for it. But yeah, she was. Uh, it's that one where you know when they go down into Umbrella, and it's like this yeah. whole underground facility, and it's like massive. It's huge. Yeah, That's, yeah, I do remember that movie. That was the only one that I saw. Was the first one actually? Yeah, and Mike. She actually, comes. She comes out from the underground, and there's all those, you know, zombies or whatever. And you know what's funny is somebody had like, some some. I don't know, some very, like, eager dude over at the newspaper was like, we need to write about this. Like, these zombies, there are zombies walking around. We need to write about this, and we need to print these papers and deliver them to those blue boxes where you buy newspapers from. Because, like, that's the first thing she sees, is it says, the dead the dead walk or whatever on the newspaper. Uh, so somebody had the, some, he probably got a promotion. Uh, anyways, this uh, right. these underground dumbs or these dumbs that's repetitive. That's like saying the ATM machine. Uh, but these dumbs, yeah. they um they they basically looked like that, and they were self sustaining cities underground that this dude was digging. And uh, he kind of talks like this. He was doing this for like seventeen years, uh, working on uh, these government black projects, right? And he had this level one. Uh, these level ones he had a level one security clearance which meant that he was able to like do like see all this shit that like you know whatever everybody else wasn't able to see and he would work on these these projects and the one the one thing that he said that really pissed me off like everything else was fine but the one thing that he said that pissed me off was the the black funds that's what they were called like the congressional black funds the government black funds what um, they were uh it was something like 1.5 trillion dollars every two years or something uh, and that's how much was getting funneled into these projects to make these dumbs and some of the other crazy stuff that they had going on with aliens and 
when it's all said and done, there are like 130 secret underground uh, military bases that um, that this dude not. I don't think that he was necessarily involved in all of them, but he is disclo- He was disclosing all the information about 130 different dumbs that are in the United States and across the world. There are like a thousand of them or something. Uh, but yeah, he was. Um, they're all across the country and underneath places like the capitals, underneath actual uh, above ground military bases, um, in made in like laboratories and all sorts. And they're all connected too. So this dude, he would create. Uh, in addition to the underground military bases, he was in charge of creating these tunnels that went from one underground base to the next one and they operated on a uh we've seen it now with elon musk he has uh, those high-speed trains that he was trying to create where they kind of sit on a a reverse magnet or like uh, yeah opposing magnets or whatever and i mean this is back in like the 70s 80s it's like a hover train right like yeah it's like a cartoon, but real. It's like a hover train. Right. And that's like, what uh, he would what was, do. What was that Transformer train, Astro train? I don't and know. And he, he turned into a spaceship and a train. Astro train, I think. Yeah. Did, um... You gotta watch the movie with... You uh, got the touch! You remember the movie? The no. original Transformers? Are you kidding me? You Dude, what the... Like, get, like, today, go get the original <laughs> Transformers movie. It has Weird Al Yankovic does a song in it. Um and the uh, and um what's the song the by guy? Weird Al? I know all it's, of Weird uh, Al's songs. It's a dare to be stupid. They use oh, dare yeah, to be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um but there's uh who's the dare guy? Orson Welles. Orson yeah, dare to be yeah, Orson <laughs> Wells is in it too. And so is um what's his name? Um fucking Spock. Who's Spock? Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, and Leonard Nimoy. Great movie. The original Transformers movie is the best Transformers movie to to me, of all time, even better than the ones the... with Marky Mark. Yeah, wait, but those suck, man. What those about the one gay. with John Cena? You watch your mouth. Oh yeah, the one with John Cena. I mean, <laughs> wait, Can't was John that. Cena? Was he in one of them? I think so. No, yeah. you're thinking of no, thinking of Tay Tay uh, Tyson. What's his name? John Josh Duhamel. What? Yeah, Mike. Uh... Timothy Oliphant. No, Timothy. Is it Timothy? No, he's not. <laughs> no, here's the thing. You would know. Remember, we talk about like you could interchange uh, certain actors, and I had told you at one point oh, you could yeah, interchange that's... Timothy Oliphant and um, Josh Duhamel. Uh, yeah, that's except right. for Timothy Oliphant never got peed on by Fergie. Uh, but anyways, that's... back on the subject. At yeah, hand, digress. Right? Yeah, digress. The uh, so he would tangent. create these tunnels, and here's the thing. And Mike even pointed it out earlier. These machines that would dig were actually owned by the U.S. Air Force. Uh, and, it, like, this dude was prior Navy. Like, he had, like, uh, he... The Krang drills, right? The yeah, Krang, yeah, the Krang, Krang drills. drills. Uh, <laughs> which will, from now on, henceforth, refer to, refer yeah. to as the Krang drills. They were actually owned and uh, belonged to the Air Force. But this dude, I think he was, like, prior service Navy. Uh, and he had... A, supposedly he had this like impeccable military record like real like totally normal dude prior to all this disclosure shit so like nobody really had any way of discounting any of his claims other than the fact that they were like absolutely the weirdest fucking claims ever 
and um, but he was he would create these tunnels to all these different military bases, and uh, he was actually supposedly stationed at Groom Lake, which is better more like commonly known as Area Fifty One. Uh, S4 and Los Alamos and he talks at great Mm -hmm. length I want to say um, I forget which one of those is the one that's actually like a laboratory where they took the charred remains of the aliens from Roswell Uh, probably Los Alamos but it was actually like a research facility which is another one of the areas that they supposedly had underground uh, military bases at Um, and so as far as like notes, I don't have any more V, but um, I, I, can, <laughs> I can sit. No, I can sit and I can tell you exactly like some of the like really weird claims that this dude had. Um, most importantly, uh, the he was actually one of three survivors in this war against like this human alien war that took place underground. Like, so here's where we start talking about like the really weird because like all that other stuff. You're like, okay, yeah, I guess. Like, I could see that. Um, I could see creating underground cities. That's whatever. I mean, we do that. We have subways. We have all that shit. We have people yeah, like yeah. two miles down. That's a little, a little far fetched. However, um, this hey megabit, welcome to the chat. Uh, megabit is actually the he's his chickens have all grown up. Like it's, I got to talk about megabit's chickens real quick. Um, they're all grown up and now like uh, I used to like go to that was really my only reason for ever going to Instagram was to see megabit's chickens, and now they're all grown up. So he's got like these big fat hens and stuff and uh he's posing with the with them in his pictures or whatever so that's like the highlight of my day is when i see megabit with this baby chicken well his adult chickens now uh but anyways so as if all that stuff like you could probably swallow that large pill like whether like okay i get it like two two miles down underground cities all right military bases got it uh believable but here's where it gets weird all right apparently when they were digging, they Eisenhower back in the day had already made this pact, right? This treaty with the aliens. We already know all about that. Um, and if you don't, we'll talk about it some other day. But Eisenhower had made a this treaty with these aliens, and apparently, uh, part of that treaty involved allowing aliens to eat humans, right? <laughs> Like, uh, we were able to get some of that technology that they had. They would, like, give us technology and schematics and blueprints and help us along with some of our more uh, technological advances. And in return, all we had to do was provide them with living humans to to feast on, right? Really? Yeah. And so these underground cities were... Like, humans... and, And here's the thing. Humans and aliens were allowed to, like, roam down there inter like intermingle right uh like you would go to work and you would see an alien at work and these people with these clearances were able to go in there and just like casually like stand at the water cooler with an alien um what yeah and uh but that's a that's an interesting image right there right and what do you, what do you talk what do you talk about at the water cooler with an alien <laughs> Have you guys invade anything cool lately <laughs> yeah but, as you're as you're holding the little Dixie cup of water, <laughs> <laughs> well, theirs would be filled with adrenochrome, yeah. right? Because that's yeah. that's where I was going with that. Was like humans were only allowed down to level six. You couldn't go any further than like basement level six. If you went to basement level seven and eight, that those were the alien exclusive levels, right? 
only aliens were allowed down there. And apparently people who were on the sixth level, and these are all claims that this dude made that I watched in his presentation, so I'm not just pulling shit out of my ass, even though it probably sounds like I am. Uh, <laughs> this is like the dude, and I'm not just reading about it somewhere, this is like from the dude's own mouth, like I heard him say it. So do what with it what you want, I'm just relaying the info. Uh, he said that people would go down there and you would be on like level six and you could hear humans screaming help and like blood curdling, crying, screaming, screeching, hor- like Jesus. horrible shit. And apparently this, what was going on down there was what we've talked about in the past, the adrenochrome stuff where they would like terrify these people. They'd have them in cages and they'd torture them and they'd just make it miserable because the more scared they were the more uh, adrenaline they would pump and then right. the blood they could drink the blood it had the adrenochrome in it and they could eat the meat and the meat would have the adrenochrome in it which um like one of the dudes that was talking on the video that i watched they said that you can taste the difference i i wouldn't be able to tell you the difference between one from the other because all the stuff that i buy is like i don't know what happened to that animal prior to being slaughtered but right. he said that if you kill an animal humanely and like and they're comfortable or whatever, it's just that's normal. That's what you want it to be. But if you kill it after it's been tortured or after if it's afraid or whatever, you get that taste in the meat. He said that that's what they would do is because it tastes different. They would get that adrenochrome mm-hmm. and it was almost like a drug to them. Like they would get that uh, euphoria that comes from the adrenochrome or the adrenal gland. And so that's what was going on down there. Now, this dude, he never was, like, a part of that, uh, this Phil Schneider guy. He was never a part of that, like, the business-as-usual type, like, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Invaded a new planet in the solar system. Uh, but he was the guy who drilled out the area for these cities to be built. And he said that one time, and this is when he survived this supposed human versus alien war. Um, right. Uh, and you know me. Like, I'm the guy who believes just about everything. But, like, this, some of the stuff that this dude says, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, he would, they bored down the hole and they hit a cave system underground. And when they got down there, he was the first one down. And it's like a two-mile, they got to, like, lower you down on this. I don't think they do it, like, manually by hand. Yeah. That'd be horrible. But, like, they lower you down, and you're just lying in this basket, and you go all the way down, and then you get to the bottom, and then they wheel someone else down and someone else down. This dude gets down there, and he's, like, looking around, and all of a sudden he comes across a uh, tall gray, right? Mm -hmm. And I can actually pull up a picture i have a picture of a tall gray here for people who don't know yeah yeah i bet you thought i was gonna do the uh what do you call it the kenny loggins thing kenny loggins yeah nope have a real picture here of a tall gray um this is supposedly what they look like these were the tall grays and apparently they live below our surface like these are one of the alien races that live below our surface um and i can actually let me see here i have a picture this was funny. I pulled up this picture. I was pulling up pictures of Phil Schneider. And this picture showed up like it was a real picture of an alien in the tunnels underground. Huh. Uh, but there was like a red circle around him. Like, you know, when you have like scary pictures and shit. And they're like, yeah. look here and you'll see the ghost or whatever. Like somebody drew like you, a red like circle. Like you wouldn't notice it. <laughs> what am I looking for here? Uh, <laughs> all I see is a bunch of wires yeah, on the you wall. find it right here. This is some shoddy carpentry and masonry. I'll tell you. Uh, but yeah, this is a, 
the tall grays supposedly they're the ones that kind of and and we talked about this in the first episode nobody's watched our first episode though so like the alien races the tall grays they're kind of like the the smart version of the grays right and uh and then also we'll come back to that here in a little bit uh but this dude like um he came face to face with one of these tall grays and he's wearing the whole get up like the whole uh radioactive suit get up and you know his uniform underneath it and all that crap but he's they have to carry pistols they're like contracted by the military and all that stuff and apparently they were issued weapons just in case and then they were also they had a detachment of like sf guys delta force guys probably delta force guys they said sf guys but i doubt they they don't give that sort of responsibility to sf guys and then um some agents from the secret service as well but they're like in all there were 60 people that went down that day and only three people survived this dude being one of them and apparently when he saw this dude he was the first one there and when he saw this alien the alien made some kind of aggressive movement towards him and he pulled his gun and he shot him and killed this alien and then all of a sudden all the alien buddies showed up and meanwhile all the other guys are like rappelling in and shit and then they get into this big fight but one of the dudes that he like one of the aliens that he encountered actually like waved his hand in front of a like an Iron Man heart thing that he had on his chest. Really? And he had zapped a, um, him. An arc reactor? Or arc yeah, <laughs> something. But he, he zapped this dude, Phil Schneider. And I actually, like, I, this part I found a little difficult to believe. However, like, I found some photographs of it. Uh, the dude, when he got zapped, like, the alien waved his hand over this thing, and it zapped Phil and, like, knocked him out. He said it was like a bolt of lightning hit him. And uh, then was everybody he came. He was all was like he all? jacked up. Zap yeah. your dumbass. <laughs> zap your dumbass. Comb your <laughs> yeah. beard. Yeah, zap uh, your dumbass. <laughs> but no, it said he said that it knocked his or like it burnt his fingers off, right? So here's a picture of his fingers. And then, oh, and then it also it split him open. It flayed him open like a fish. And here we go here's the picture of his chest like somebody called bullshit on him and then he pulled his shirt up in a conference one time but yeah so this dude um Jesus. some so he one... got he got blasted by a arc reactor basically yeah like the what is what is that uh what is that move that he does where he shoots the beam out of his chest right that's what happened basically oh i don't that's know what... the photon some kind of photon yeah it's like thing. a photon blast yeah i don't know i'm not as up on my uh, avengers wiki shit as yeah. it should be <laughs> yeah. um if it's not in the marvel cinema cinematic universe i don't get it. i don't know it. <laughs> uh but no but like that's what happened and some dude like pulled him out of harm's way and then they got into a shootout with the aliens and then only three dudes survived and he was one of them and so and the other two dudes are like uh at the time this is like 95 or 96 the other two dudes who survived were total like vegetative uh retarded states in canada and like nobody was allowed to talk to them they were in a nursing home or whatever nobody was allowed to talk to these dudes because they were like totally in a vegetative state and so this dude was like the only one who was talking about it which made it a little bit more difficult to believe because it's like well me and two other guys survived but the other two guys are like uh like drooling all over themselves in a nursing home mental institution somewhere up north 
but yeah, so that was the his encounter with the aliens underground, and he said that that's not uncommon. Like they would come across that sort of thing as they were drilling down and building these military bases underground. They would come across aliens somewhat regularly, and um, the other alien race. And I'm going to go ahead and pull them up. Uh, oh, speaking of, speaking of tall grays, I was looking up tall gray pictures to share here, and this one popped up. And uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of jokes can be made about this picture, so I'm going to go ahead and start us off with, um, you know, this is like the Jehovah's Witness <laughs> alien. He shows up at this at uh, Ellen DeGeneres's door, and he <laughs> he's like, "Hey, how would you like to hear about our uh, Lord and Savior Zenu?" Yeah, Your are you prepared for <laughs> Zenu's return? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other one that I thought of was like somebody was somebody said you know I had this alien encounter and they're like well we're gonna go ahead and bring down the sketch artist and then the sketch artist comes down and he's like can you describe him to me and he's like yeah so uh, my brother uh, my brother uh, my androgynous brother here actually answered the door so uh, you know I'm look I'm standing behind him and this alien is like he's like six seven feet tall right. And um, and he describes him, and then he shows him the picture, and he's like, you know what? Just go ahead and pull up Google and just type in like tall alien, and just like <laughs> do it because you do a better job than what I did in describing just this guy. Print, yeah, just print that up. <laughs> I like how it looks like he has like stubble. Like, why does the gray look like he has like a Fred Flintstone beard? It's like it's like he didn't shave. Like I didn't know they they could grow a. Do you think he even has can eyebrows grow too? Or eyebrows? Yeah, he's got slats. something. Got something like I weird. Press... He's just old. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I always found weird about um, the Greys in general yeah. is that they don't have nipples. Have you ever noticed yeah, that? What's up with that? How do they feed their young? You don't want yeah. to know how they feed their young. It's, it's way grosser. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm just feeding the baby. <laughs> That's what. Culture shock. Uh, but then also we have, let's see here. So the small grays, here we go. These are like the munchkins of the alien kingdom, oh, yeah. I think, right? These adorable little critters. Uh, <laughs> critters. Yeah, they look like, uh, what's it called? Um, what's that? Uh, third, uh, close encounters. Close encounters is the third kind, right? Yeah, yeah. Battery, yeah. Battery, batteries not included with the Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of, uh, no, Drew Barrymore. She was in that movie. Oh yeah, right. right. Um... <laughs> no, she was actually in. Uh... No, you know, uh... ET. She's yeah, in she ET. was in ET. You know, Johnny Depp was in the original Freddy Krueger. A lot of people forget that. Oh, like, yeah. That was one of his early movies. And then he gets sucked into a bed and blood sprays all over the ceiling. Pretty awesome stuff. Uh, and then also the other alien that he talks about in in great detail is the Alpha Draconian. This is a fun one. I like the Alpha Draconian. I would not like to meet one. But uh, the Alpha Draconian is kind of like the scary, like those other aliens are kind of like scary because like psychologically scary, yeah, because right? yeah. you, you don't know weird. what they're up to. But like the Alpha Draconians are just na like they naturally look terrifying, and they're actually part of the whole. Uh, a lot of people will like kind of this is where the cross reference between the the paranormal string theory right happens mm -hmm. because people start talking about reptilians mixed with aliens yeah 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 cryptids mixed with demons uh and all that cool stuff 
Uh, here's another picture of an Alpha Draconian that I really like. And this is from a movie. I don't remember what movie it is, but it's... That's a uh, Reptile from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> looks a little bit like him. <laughs> I think it's... I want to say, when I looked up the picture, it said Jupiter Rising. There was actually a picture, or a, a movie... Uh, you know that Blomkampf guy from... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Ryan Gosling. No, a <laughs> different guy. Uh, the guy who directed, who wrote and directed uh, District 9 and... Oh, Chappie yeah, 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 yeah. And... You're talking about Matt uh, Matt Damon. Well, he's in it, yeah. But <laughs> the dude, the dude Blomkampf or You're talking about the, the, he's like South African. He's he's in the um, A-team. He's in the A-team. No, you're thinking of uh, the dude from Flight of the Concords, Murray. Yeah, Murray, Reese Darby. <laughs> Reese Darby. <laughs> you can't uh, go around stealing cushions. <laughs> what if you got medded? Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about obscure and random. No, yeah. I know, I, I know who you're talking about. He was in, he was in the 18. He played uh, Murdoch, I think. That's the Goomba from Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Goomba <laughs> with they Bob gave... Hoskins. Yeah, and John John Leguizamo was Leguizamo. Luigi. <laughs> oh man, Leguizamo was Luigi, dude. Why would he be Luigi? What a classically like, typecast uh, character for that. You know, like, who else would you cast as Luigi? Let's yeah, hear it good, now. Let's hear it now. Who would, who would I cast as Luigi? It'd have to be a, an Italian, right? So tall Italian? Hmm. I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> is, he, is he Italian? Hell yeah, he's Italian. Are you kidding me? All those mooks, man. The fucking. Oh, uh... come be. Come on. <laughs> Anybody that uh, anybody that is in a film that um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese makes is, is, is has a they're a mook, dude. <laughs> you know who, who I would put? I would put um, for who would you cast as Mario though in that situation? <laughs> oh, uh, dang, I don't know. I have to probably like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. That'd be short, fat, maybe Jack Black, dude. <laughs> See, Jack I was going to say Luis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> Luis Guzman. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, Mike Mike knew what we were going to say. He said Juan <laughs> Guzman. <laughs> Yeah, so he called. Choice. See, that's how you know Mike has been around Could for a long time. Could you imagine him with his lisp? He's like, "It's a me." Oh, come on, come on, my, come on, princess. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, Daisy. Come on, come on your princess is in another castle. Come on. <laughs> Louise Guzman as Mario oh, and Leonardo DiCaprio. As Luigi. <laughs> that's like, but that's the thing. It's like it's perfect. I can see that. I can see that working. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? I like what VS says here. The term alpha draconian implies that there's a, a beta variety. Imagine a wimpy draconian who simps for e girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me let me bring it back to this. He's like, I, I paid you a donation. Now say my name on camera, bitch. <laughs> but he would never say that because he's yeah, a beta, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, that's those are the aliens that this the dude beta talks draconian. about. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like just following around the he goes he shows up after the alpha draconian does and he's like hey did you guys need anything i know he was like like the good cop bad cop draconians like i know he was a little rough on you and the kids but is there can i get you guys a water or something you know i'm gonna head out like he talks like uh what's his name kiff kip from uh napoleon dynamite <laughs> Napoleon, you're just jealous that I was online talking to babes all day. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what this dude, um, 
this oh and then we were talking about him suiciding right yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you read up on any anything about him suiciding or? No, I I read um, I I I didn't see anything about him suiciding. I thought that he was murdered in the in the alien war, which I actually which actually um, I would actually like to know a little bit more. If you have the information, you said that you have the information, so I'm kind of interested to know what what is this alien war they keep talking about that was happening underground. That like, what is it? Like, what does is there any? Is there any description of like how it started or what it caused or like what what so, the hell, dude? No. Um, the end. <laughs> like, yeah. end, of, end of episode. <laughs> no, this dude. He like that was the extent of what. Cause, so like, here's a story I think I've told before. Was like there was this dude who was in my unit when I was at Fort Knox, and this was at a training battalion, and or training brigade rather, and he was like in the headquarters company with me but he was the combatives guy because he couldn't do anything else he was just like he was constantly getting hurt so the army just sent him to go do something where he couldn't get hurt and then he's like well i know combatives so they sent him over to the combatives which he probably continued to get his head busted but um this dude his name was uh you know i'm gonna say his name um <laughs> because like not that he <laughs> listens but like i know my luck like somebody will be like oh i know that dude and like i'm gonna tell him you're talking shit about him uh, but he, um, <laughs> this dude, he deployed uh, once, and while he was deployed, like within the first month, and you know the exact type of guy I'm talking about, he showed up, and he was a combat arms guy. He was a scout, I think. And he was in a Humvee, and they hit they hit an IED, and like this dude knocked out, like immediately. And like his dudes, they all like reacted without him telling them what to do or whatever, because he was the tank or the troop commander, right? And, like, they just reacted instinctively. They got to the safe place, and they shot it out with the insurgents. And everybody was fine, except for this dude who got knocked out and slept it off. Like, he slept the whole thing. And then afterwards, you know, they do the awards and shit. And because he was the senior-ranking dude on the patrol, he got a bronze star with Valor. And I was like, this motherfucker what slept the through the firefight. And he got a bronze star. And I'm sure, like, all the other dudes got fucking Archoms, Jesus. maybe with Valor, maybe. Uh, but this dude got an Arc, or got a bronze star with Valor for sleeping through a firefight. That's and then insane. he comes back because he's all messed up from the TBI. And then he deploys again, like, after he recovers to, with another unit at this point. Uh, like, his unit comes back, and he's on rear D, fucking sweeping the motor pool and shit all the, the whole time. <laughs> and then this unit comes back, and then he deploys again with another unit. I guess he PCSs. And, uh, you know, he's this big hero when he gets to his new unit. Oh, I got a Bronze Star with Valor for fucking... And nobody checks into all that shit. So they're just like, oh, wow, fucking Sergeant So-and-So is like, he's a stud. He's got a Bronze Star with Valor. He's a hero. And then uh, the dude fucking deploys again. First things first, right out the gate, the dude fucking hits an IED and get knocks out again, takes a knee, takes a nap, and his soldiers <laughs> fucking fight it out. And then the dude gets another bronze star. He's got two fucking bronze stars with Valor for sleeping, it, sleeping through the fight. And then he goes home again, and now he comes to a training brigade. And the thing is, they didn't give him the bronze star with Valor when he was there. They waited like they had to wait until he uh, got back or he got to this new Tradoc unit, and then they they gave it to him while he was there with us in the unit. And I'm like, and I'm hearing these stories for the first time, and everyone's like, "Oh, fucking bravo, Sarge! Come on, good job!" <laughs> Are you know, you, kidding you know. Me? And I'm like, 
this motherfucker. I was like, how'd you get your first bronze star? And he like tells me the whole story, and I'm like, so you fucking slept through two fucking firefights, and you got two bronze stars with valor? What's the matter with you? And all your soldiers are probably sitting there with all, all jacked up with PTSD, probably bullet holes and shit, and you're sitting here with a bronze star with valor for sleeping through a couple fucking firefights, dude. Come on. Yeah. And like I was, it made me so mad that this dude would like. There's a point where you got to be like, guys, I appreciate it unfortunately i didn't earn this you know and yeah. i cannot accept well you know it, you know it's, it's funny it brings up a funny topic us for us to go on a tangent but like uh, you know i did well you know i did awards i was the one that was like processing them and like when i was in iraq dude it used to trip me out the shit people would get awards for we gave somebody an rcom because they were cutting hair like we gave <laughs> like i remember thinking what the like it came on my desk and i was like this is an ARCOM. People are getting an ARCOM for, like, the, <laughs> the whole, whole deployment. deployment. <laughs> yeah, the whole deployment. You did an entire deployment. Here's your ARCOM, and now you're just giving these to people that, like, cut hair? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what is this shit? But, yeah, man, I used to see, like, that's, you're right. It's so funny because, like, like we forget that, like, an award, it doesn't matter. Um, anybody can recommend anybody for an award. Like, I could be private nobody and recommend private nobody for an award, and then, of course, it's got to go through the channels, but, like, that's how it works, man, and it's like this, and the same thing, it, it makes me laugh because when I was in Afghanistan, there were infantrymen that they wanted their cap, <laughs> man, they wanted that CIB, they wanted, you know, to have all these awards so that they could put it on their thing and get promoted or whatever, and so, like, anything happened, they were like, oh, man, I put in my troop for an award, and I'm like, dude, like, nothing happened, you got, like, you, t you tipped your fucking car over, there was no action, like, this isn't CIB worthy, <laughs> like, what the fuck, you didn't engage nobody, dude, like, uh, no, like, get out of here with that shit <laughs> but yeah that's uh, and, and like i know it's off topic or whatever but i i thought we had to uh address that because it is something that i was always like what the fuck like are you kidding me and then like they'd come in there with their supervisor and it'd be some sergeant first class he'd be like what's the deal with this award why isn't it going through and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'd be like dude this isn't fucking award worthy like what are you kidding me dude like did you not look at what it says in the regulation to like determine like what gets an award you know and then sometimes they'd get pushed through they'd go suck off the commander and they'd be like oh you know can we expedite this and blah 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 and then the commander would come down and be like what's up with so-and-so's award i heard it's blah 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 and i'd be like are you serious sir like if <laughs> you know what this is for like your guy deserves an award, man, and blah, blah, blah. And i just be like, whatever, dude. What fucking ever. And then i just, like, <laughs> push it through. And then somebody would get an, an ARCOM for cutting hair. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and this dude, so, so, yeah, this, and and what I was telling that story for. And, oh, and here's here's the interesting thing about that dude, right? This fucking hero, this two bronze star with Valor, dude. Right. He, he ended up have you know what i don't really fucking care if his name gets out there because I, I don't know what happened afterwards he was actually he got in trouble he's probably he's probably got a silver star now. <laughs> yeah, no no i think he got kicked out of the army uh for what i'm about to tell you he uh had because he had like fucking teenage a teenage daughter or something or like a preteen daughter and i guess like she had a sleepover and he diddled one of the kids right oh my god one of the one of the girls that stayed over and this is the um this is like uh how do i want to word this so this is him telling me kind of what happened um he was like well i was accused of 
this and this, but kind of in the same way that like any pedophile would be like, well, I was accused of such and such, and they know it was alleged, blah 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 blah. Right, right, right. But like you can see in their face, they're like, well, I was accused of, well, I fucking did such and such. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell in their face. And this dude, he's like, well, this is what this is what they said I did, and it's just not true, and blah 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 blah. And, like, totally forgetting that I've known this dude for a year, right? And, like, I can tell when he's bullshitting and when he's, like, telling the truth. And so this dude's telling me all this stuff. Because I was like, why aren't you over at the combatives? Why aren't you over at the octagon, dude? Like, punching privates in the face and shit or whatever it is you do over there. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what they did. I mean, it was a basic training uh, uh, brigade. So that they trained the basic trainees how to do combatives level one and two and uh that's what this dude did was he'd just go and punch privates in the face and uh he was like he wouldn't he was just hanging out in the supply room area in the training room area and i was like what are you doing over here go do whatever it is you do over there at the other building and he's like well no i can't go over there anymore i'm temporarily on administrative like time out or whatever and he told me the story and and i was just and then like after that like it's just spiraled out of control like it wasn't just him telling me like it was the colonel coming in being like well unfortunately sergeant so-and-so is uh temporarily unable to perform his duties because he was uh charged with such as with this particular thing but you know how it is in the army where like they'll bail you out but like you're still in trouble (laughs) you know like in big trouble but you still have to just hang out and like sweep and shit and that's what this dude was doing and he was a staff sergeant at times sweeping the back area behind the uh, supply room and shit. Wow, that's um, pathetic. That is yeah. really pathetic. And this went on for, I mean, this was like for a few months. I was, he was waiting on any kind of disposition for this whole situation, the court hearings and all that. And, right. uh, and it was all on post too, which made it even worse because uh, he lived on post and these other kids were kids of like, you know, officers and senior enlisted uh, NCOs and all that stuff. So whoever this little girl was, was like the daughter of a, you know, senior officers, oh, like a man. field grade officer and shit. And so this dude's having to go through all that, which good, you know, I'm not saying like, I'm certainly not saying like, poor, poor devil. Like how, you know, how <laughs> dare they like elongate this fucking process or whatever. Um, he, uh, yeah. Like he had to go through that whole thing for like three months. And then I ended up PCSing and I never heard anything more about him. I think I recently looked him up on Facebook just out of curiosity to see if like it was a picture that said "Rest in peace, Sergeant So and So, for <laughs> committing suicide or whatever, uh, for or getting raped to death in jail." Uh, but yeah, so my whole point to that story was that's exactly what happened to this dude, Phil Schneider. Like he showed up, shot the first alien, went to shoot the other one. The other one knocked him out with a laser blast. And then, like, everybody else had to jump in and fight these aliens. And, like, 60 dudes ended up dying. The other two were comatose uh, for the rest of their lives. And this dude's just snoozing on the cast or on the basket getting sent back <laughs> up. Uh, meanwhile, Secret Service ass. agents, Delta Force guys are all ended up uh, dead or whatever. But, yeah, so that was, um, as far as, like, aliens, supposedly... And this is like, he said it in passing, so it's not like I can, I mean, I could sit and speculate all day long what happened with this, but um, he said that this battle had been ongoing for like 20 years uh, from before then to even beyond, like, before then and past then or whatever. So spanning 20 years over, I think this was in like 1979, he said this happened. 
uh, where he where he was involved in it in the cave. But so like twenty some years, right? That this battle's been going on, and the way I he kind of like worded it was like there was supposed to be a treaty that Eisenhower laid out, and they had broken that treaty at some point, and there were some alien and this is where it kind of gets weird because and why like the war it kind of starts mm-hmm. looking like the Syrian civil war and like the current US civil war too uh where it's like the lines are so blurred between the alien races where like perhaps some of the aliens that this war is going on with uh were part of the team that worked in the underground or the dumbs uh, but then, yeah, like, the, dumbs. <laughs> the renegade ones were the ones that they were fighting, like, the insurgency outside the walls of these cities. Or, like, right. when they try to create new ones, that's when they encounter these new aliens that either don't know about the treaty or are not willing to honor the treaty or whatever. But, yeah, that's kind of like, he didn't really talk much more about it. He just said that it was something that the government knows exists, that these uh, black funds go to, they're aware of the presence of these aliens, um, they recognize the the workspace that they share with these aliens and this uh what like cubicles yeah something something i don't know what they do in these underground bases yeah. but i assume that there are there's probably like the alien in accounting right? you're gonna have to get with over yeah. accounting right so just talk to slender yeah, i just point imagine right like direction. a big like a big like uh, bullpen with like cubicles <laughs> and there's like a human in one cubicle and then an alien in another so he's like hey uh, fucking whatever alien name turn down your music I'm tired of listening to that crap Can't even <laughs> tired of listening to serious <laughs> to, the, yeah. to the serious hits of the two, 2040s or whatever yeah. with your future uh, galaxy and shit uh, Mike is telling me I have to do a shot, so I'm not sure what I have to do the shot for. But I, he must have missed you do do the shot earlier. He must have not have realized that you oh. did it earlier. Yeah, I said it was to like blowing off Jake. Yeah, what? No, it was blowing off. Oh yeah, I guess it was. Blowing, blowing dudes off. off to completion. Yeah, rubbing um, off on someone. <laughs> That's my favorite when somebody says they really rubbed off on me. I'm like, damn. To completion. Are you? To rubbing off to somebody or blowing somebody off to completion. Yeah. Blowing off. Yeah, I totally blew them off. Oh, that. speaking of birthdays, is it your birthday coming up in a couple days here? You're going to be like it 45 is. or something? Something like right? that. I'll be 35. Yeah, I'll be 35 no, 30, this year. 35, Oz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. today Is today your birthday, Mike? Somebody better give Mike his spankings. <laughs> is that right? I, I only referenced that because I saw that he said that, and then I thought, well, is it his, is it his birthday? <laughs> is it actually Mike in Manitoba's birthday? Do we have a... Well, now I feel bad for toasting to, uh, to jerking somebody off to completion. Yeah. <laughs> when I could have... I'm going to have to do another shot for Mike in Manitoba's birthday. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, the... Um... But yeah, that's like the gist of. So happy birthday, Mike! Um, what are you? What are you like? Fifty-two, uh, Mike? Fifty-three? <laughs> There's no way he's he's fifty-two. Uh, he's like pushing. Uh, he's pushing sixty. He's <laughs> he's up there. He's late fifties, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, 
I, I like to add years to people when I guess their age, like way up there. Some people get like burned. So they get really burned. They go, how do I, how old, like especially girls, how old do I look? And then I add 10 years to what I already think. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep talking, V. Oh, it, uh, well, I don't know. That's all I got. I was going to say um, something interesting. Are we uh, are we at that point where we're kind of just ranting now and we're not actually talking about the topic anymore? No, we still have to talk about the dude's suicide yet. But oh, okay. I, I was going to do a special picture. Uh, there's a special thing that I want to share for Mike's birthday today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We need to... <laughs> Uh, for for a special birthday gift, I do want to do a face reveal of Mike. He doesn't know this, but I was able to track down uh, his Facebook profile. I've been wondering what he looks like too. Some of these guys, I don't know what they look like at all. I've I've been wondering what they look like. Yeah, so I was actually able to track down a picture of Mike on his Facebook profile, and oh, nice. I'm going to against his uh, against his best wishes and against w- without his approval. Or permission, I'm gonna go ahead and do a face reveal of Mike in Manitoba for his birthday. Oh, there so. it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. He rocks the spiky mullet variant. <laughs> <laughs> we nice. had to sneak it in. We had to sneak it in somehow. Yeah. Yep. Now we got the birthdays. The happy birthdays coming in in the chat. Everybody yeah. wish Mike a happy birthday, and then go to. Go to his uh, Twitter and wish him a happy birthday. Remember as well. the uh, remember the uh, what is it, uh, Boxy Brown when he's like, uh, uh, happy birthday, uh, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go follow go follow Mike on Twitter. It's at Mike underscore in underscore MB for Manitoba, and uh, you know make sure you always refer to him as um, Mike in Manitoba, and not just Mike. Yeah. Because that's that's part of the joke. That's what we do here. <laughs> Didn't know you rocked a mullet, Mike. Jacob, uh, in in the one minute behind replay or whatever, sneaking back every once in a while to talk on the chat. Uh, but yeah, so the suicide. You kind of mm-hmm. talked. You touched on the suicide of this dude. Um, this dude, uh, Phil Schneider, right? Um, Philip Philip Schneider Hoffman. Yeah, Philip uh, Seymour Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> he um he was apparently they attempted to commit suicide or commit suicide they well yeah by hillary clinton's definition they, they suicided him <laughs> they attempted to assassinate him 13 times right and on the 13th time apparently they were successful but like one of those times he was actually shot in the shoulder which like when he talks about the times that they tried to assassinate him like I, w- that was another part of the video that made me furious because I'm like, what are we paying these people for with yeah. our tax dollars that they can't even like do a an assassination effectively? It takes right. 13 tries to kill this dude, right? Yeah. And the yeah, what kind of assassins are these guys hiring? Dude? Not very like, good ones. Tweedle, we're Tweedledee outs- and Tweedledee. We're outsourcing to the like to the lowest uh, to the lowest bidder, right? Yeah. Um. Now this dude, uh, he had war- prior to this, right? Prior to his suicide, uh, he had warned everybody, like his close circle of friends, of which I'm sure there were not many, because not many people are friends with, like a weird guy who talks about underground military bases and 
uh, you know, aliens, alien wars, and uh, like yeah. the sort of guy who gets an award for like knocking out in the first thirty seconds yeah. of a fight, and then like yeah. you know survives, and everybody else is like all of his friends are dead, anyways. So anyway, but he warned his circle of friends and family that if he was uh, if ever he committed suicide, that it wasn't a suicide, and that somebody had tried to kill him because he had been the target of assassination multiple times. Uh, so when he did die and they claimed it was a suicide his ex-wife actually contested it and was like no like he told us all that somebody would say that it was a suicide when really it wasn't and you should investigate it further and then you might be like well we're not going to waste tax dollars just because like some somebody in your close circle of friends says that it was not a suicide and uh VS said, I thought it was supposed to be a picture of Phil Schneider. I actually have real pictures of Phil Schneider I can show in a minute. Um, and I promise it won't be Kenny Loggins. Um, but this, like, you could, like, dismiss somebody who says, well, no, he said it wasn't going to be a suicide, so it wasn't a suicide. Like, that's enough. Like, you could be like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Like, we have real stuff that we have to do, uh, real medical examiner shit that we have to do, and real detective shit that we have to do. We can't be standing around in front of the Ramsey household, you know, like, discussing, like, the what-ifs and whether or not Santa was the shooter. Uh, yeah, but that's right. <laughs> yeah. the uh, this dude, when he was found, he wasn't found for, like, four days, right, after he was dead. And I think somebody was wondering where he was like maybe his ex-wife hadn't heard from, or a friend or something hadn't heard from him and they said they sent the cops for a welfare check and they found him dead and now that like this dude phil schneider was like wheelchair bound at the time so he's just like when they found him he was head first in his wheelchair like with um well i'll tell you that much right now and i'll tell you more later uh, he was found headfirst in the wheelchair, like slumped over, dead for four days. And they saw it, and they said, um, they said it was. Uh, I guess they called the medical examiner, and the medical examiner said, "I'm just not going to come and check it out." Why I don't know. Now they called the funeral home. The funeral home said, "All right, bring him over, and we'll we'll, you know, make the arrangements and all that shit." So they bring him over there, and they just ruled it natural causes. Actually, that's what the first uh, the police report says was natural causes. And they brought him over to the funeral home. The funeral home started doing the processing and the embalming and the cleanup and all that shit. And they realized that he had a cord wrapped around his neck, like three times wrapped around his neck. Now, why the cops didn't notice that, I don't know. But then at that point, the funeral director called the medical or the funeral yeah the funeral home called the medical director and said hey you guys need to get over here because this guy we can't deal with him yet this is probably going to be like a, an investigation of some sort he's got a cord wrapped around his neck three times like this strong rubber cord mm -hmm. and the medical examiner again was like no i'm just not going to come over there was no reason given as to why he didn't come over and get him or deal with it and the funeral home was like all right well they called the cops the cops and i think like the senior guy said he wasn't going to deal with it like he wanted nothing to do with it which kind of leads me to wonder like if they knew you yeah. know what i'm saying like if they knew who was trying to kill this guy and if the the government was just like listen we did it but you guys need to shut the fuck up and <laughs> don't 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 do anything official with them just let them be buried and be done with it cuz our assassins are awful. Like it took thirteen right. tries to get this. Yeah, food. right. Like and, what the um, fuck? Is it thirteen times. And even at this point, you're telling me that there's still a cord wrapped around his neck. Yeah. That is that is some shoddy 
workmanship. So just, yeah, just go ahead and ignore uh, this. Uh, <laughs> but they ended up uh, so the, the funeral director I guess just ended up dealing with it and they ruled uh, finally some detective came and said yeah it was a suicide and that was that and that was the official release that came out that was like signed off by the medical examiner the senior detective homicide detective or the senior detectives or whatever and the people in charge of all that they said that it was a suicide and that was finally what was and then what was weird was the obituary that was released actually ends up saying that it was natural causes so there's like all sorts of controversy and confusion mm. surrounding this dude's suicide quote yeah. and um the the other thing like even the funeral home i guess they were getting i, I don't know if like i would be i'd be curious to see if the funeral director ended up getting suicided too because a lot of information came out later saying uh like the funeral director kind of examined the body to the to the extent of his duty description i'm sure but <laughs> he said that the rope or the cord was wrapped around his neck in such a way that it had to have been done or it would have been done with his left hand which his left hand didn't have it had missing fingers right yeah that's right so and that the, would that he, would make it kind of hard to strangle yourself especially with a cord like right and there's, better, he had way, there's limited, better ways to do that right and he had limited mobility in his shoulder because of the shot that went through or the the bullet wound that went through his shoulder so unless he like reached around in kind of a funky way like what we talked about with that dude last week or the couple weeks ago with the jean benet ramsey thing mm -hmm. where like he reaches around and like uses a pillow and kind of like in a funky way committed suicide with his right arm which he again didn't have very good shoulder strength to strangle himself um also the dude had all sorts of medication that he was being because he was an elderly fella uh, he had all sorts of medication that he could have just overdosed on and been a much less painful way to go. He also had a 9mm pistol there in his apartment that he had uh, a friend of his had loaned him for defense purposes because he said that people were hunting him down. So he borrowed a pistol from his friend and he could have just shot himself in the head. He could have taken the pills and overdosed. Instead, he opted to use like a rubber wire and choke himself out with a bad arm. Uh, anyways... Mm, yeah, it, it does. And, you know, it's funny. It's interesting, uh, all those uh, variables, because, like, my and this is, like, my logic. You know, I always go, I go, well, let's take a look at it logically and how would all these things. Like, first of all, like, all the misinformation, like, that right there alone just brings up questions. Like, what, like and it's so funny because you're joking about these assassins being bad, but maybe that really was the case. Like, maybe they did choose, like, and this is logic, right? That's right where we go, the first, the simplest explanation, right? The Occam's Razor. Razor yeah. yeah, and we go, we go. well, this is um, this is probably what happened, right? They kept effing it up because they're like, oh, he's a nobody. We'll just have, we'll hire some cheap, you know, assassin. And then they get Barney Fife and Chevy Chase, and they're over there trying to keep the, <laughs> trying to keep the gun in their hand, you know, and they can't even aim it correctly. I can't believe we ate all this popcorn before we came over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the dude's like, you know, you can't even kill him. And then the dude, you know, ends up being like, you know, the guy they're trying to kill is like, you know, what, what, like Liam Neeson style. And they're going, we can't get this guy. And they're like, we need to... shitty, it's shitty assassins and a shitty target. <laughs> yeah. Nobody in that situation is any good, but they're both like equally as bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so then you got these dudes and they're not doing anything right. And so now they've got all these people involved that didn't need to be involved. And so the government's trying to play this like 
crowd control, right? Like, okay, you, you, uh, you, you don't worry about investigating it. It was a suicide. And they're going, the guy's missing three fingers. How is he going to be able to strangle? Any idiot could look at this and go, he couldn't strangle himself while he's missing three. Like, like seriously, like, take away three fingers. That leaves you two, right? At the least, a thought, like. A thumb and a finger. Imagine how hard that is. Even with three like, fingers, it's like constantly slipping really out of your fingers. <laughs> yourself with two fingers, right? So you've got that, but already like you're going, okay, well that kind of makes it weird. And like the whole thing, like I, I, when I read all this, I go, this is kind of weird, and it sounds like unbelievable. And like I always go logically, I go, yeah, it's it's not fucking paranormal, dude. But then I like look at all this stuff, and I go. Well, why would they need to disseminate incorrect information if there wasn't something weird about it? They could just go, yeah, he he died because somebody murdered him. But no, they had to make it look like it was a suicide. Or they didn't even make it look like a suicide. They go, it was a suicide. And you're like, it's not a suicide. So already the lie alone makes fun. you go, he says, well. He goes, he goes, well, doesn't he have a gun? Well, yeah, but it's way over there. Yeah. He's like, ah. That's too far, man. At least let's, let's get the rubber. Let's, let's get the rubber I mean? cord. Like, if you're gonna make it look like a suicide, it's like two bungling like criminals, and they're going, "We'll just put put the cord around his neck so it looks like he did it." And the other guy goes, "He's got two fingers on one." <laughs> they won't notice. They won't notice that. He goes, you know what I mean? No, you know what? And when he showed up at the or when they showed up at the door, he's like, "No, stop, guys!" And they're like, "What's with your arms? Why can't you lift them up?" He's like, "I've got bad shoulders." <laughs> <laughs> they don't even think of that like when they're like well he strangled himself like this with two fingers yeah. you know yeah, well doesn't like, he have like, bad shoulders fuck it <laughs> don't worry yeah, about it not, don't even worry about it yeah <laughs> so but that that's like one of those things like write it off immediately just go oh yeah it's just some weird shit but then you think about these other things like I always go why would you need to do all this extra stuff put out wrong information um, make it to where nobody is involved and like people are just directly going I'm not I'm not going to do this. That's when you start questioning it and you go, well, why not? Like, who is this guy and why does he need to be quote unquote suicided? You know, at the very least, this guy knew something he shouldn't have, right? Well, <laughs> and that was the big argument that these two dudes that I listened to earlier made was they were like, they don't ever try to kill the guy who's like making ludicrous claims that aren't true. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's always the guys who are making like claims that you're like, all right, I can see that maybe being a thing. Or even, like, that's a little out there, but still, like, I, this government, like, they've done some shady shit lately. Like, I'm starting to wonder. Like, it's the sort of shit that you can, like, kind of piece together and be like, all right, maybe I can see. It's like that stuff, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's never right. the stuff where you're like, oh, I can see that being true. And yeah. then they're like, but it's just not true. You know what I'm saying? They don't mm -hmm. kill those guys. They kill the guys that's like, well, that's not that far-fetched. Yeah. And it's true. So, Mike actually said that the beta draconian hitmen are awful. <laughs> he said they suck. <laughs> Couple of draco... Like, I immediately imagined, like, was. some scrawny, like, reptilian alpha draconians with, like, old-timey derbies on and, like, a trench coat. And they're, like, sneaking around <laughs> with their lizard hands trying to hold a gun, like, with a bunch of butter all over their fingers. And they're like, oh, man, I can't believe it. I can't believe we drank all that uh, adrenochrome earlier. That uh, that fatty tissue from those kids, uh, but 
And then we got Jay Coop. Man, the one time one of my ideas for the podcast comes up in the show and my phone gets fucked by Jay Rab. Uh, yeah, so anyways. Uh, and then, oh, and then what's worse, here's where it gets even, like, as if it wasn't weird enough. And this is like, this is almost my catchphrase. As if it wasn't weird enough, V. Yeah, like, yeah. it gets right, weirder. Right. Uh, this when they did the toxicology reports on this guy, like they took the urine and the blood samples from the dude. Uh, they took them, and then they just sat on a shelf, like in storage or whatever, in the evidence locker or whatever, wherever they keep them. I'm sure it's like some kind of like cryogenic lab or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a forensic scientist. I never claimed to be. Uh, but they um, they kept it stored away, and then they their excuse was. Well, if it's a suicide, we're not going to run the toxicology reports for a suicide. Like, why would we waste taxpayer dollars for that? But then they saved it. Like, you would think, like, if they're like, well, you know, it's not worth running it because it's a suicide. Who cares? Like, they would just dump it or throw it away in the biohazard. But they saved it. They still had them. And, uh, and they just sat on a shelf. And then somebody, I guess somebody related to the dude, said... Well, if you're not going to run them, let us have the... Oh, welcome to the chat, George. Uh, if you're not going to run them, let us run them at our own... We'll pay for it through an independent source. And we'll go ahead and... You know, we'll get to the bottom of it. Just because we want to know for our own edification. And the people said, Well, no, it's it's like an open case. we got to wait. You know, we got to give it X amount of time. And I think it was like six months. Six months later, the dudes came back and they said, all right, it's been six months, freedom of information, and mm -hmm. we'd like to reclaim this shit and we'll run it through our independent people. And they said, well, no, it's been bumped out to a year, so you can come back at this time. They come back after that year wait, and they say, all right, well, we're here for the, we're here for the piss and blood. Can we <laughs> get it? And then, you know, and they're like, well, we lost it, was their excuse. They lost it or it was yeah. supposedly destroyed. So, again, it kind of like... This kind of goes back to what we always say about, like, if it was one thing, like, you could be like, all right, well, that's weird. Like, they lost the piss and blood that they were, like, trying to keep from people getting or whatever. That's yeah. one thing. But when that's just the icing on the cake, you know, that's something that's worth reading into a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Definitely. even if you wanted to dismiss, like, every single thing that this dude said, like, if you were like, no, these your dumb idea is pretty fucking dumb dude like i don't yeah. want to listen to this. like it sounds ridiculous and i have no interest in this theory however you died in kind of a fucked up way and there's a lot of conspiracies surrounding like your death so now i'm kind of like on the I'm on the fence now like where I right. would have immediately dismissed you as just some crazy person yeah like, yeah now I'm kind of having to look into what you were saying because of this the strange and odd shit that surrounded your death and the the attempts on your life frankly right. yeah. and then the scars that this dude had the missing fingers the yeah. impeccable military record the 17 i mean there's no denying that the dude was in the in the he was a government worker for 17 years like that's right. that's public knowledge um like all this stuff is it's it's there now whether or not what he said is true that's where you can kind of be like well i don't know but then you start looking at the other shit and you're like hmm 
Um, <laughs> oh, Buzz accidentally logged in as his real name, so nobody pay attention to his real name. Don't worry, Buzz. <laughs> we uh, we um, we delete. It all gets deleted anyways when I download and merge all this shit together. Uh, nobody pay any attention to the fact that I said his name a few minutes ago. Uh, I'll bleep it out. How's that sound, George? Um, <laughs> the <laughs> but, yeah. So that's. I mean, that's if it's it's kind of weird. Like even I said to you before we started the show, I'm like this dude he said a lot of really weird shit that like even i'm not sure if i believe it but now that we're going over it and i'm saying it out yeah. of my own mouth i'm like well you know maybe phil had you maybe he was on to something because you know this is all shit that i believe anyways i just was right. like unsure about phil and his role in it now yeah, I'm like, yeah maybe he's like maybe he's a bro maybe he's a dude that like i can trust not that it matters not that he's not gonna hear me about it but but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think? Well, like I said, I I think it's it's one of those things where it, when I first read about all this stuff, I just kind of was like, well, it sounds fucking like weird. It sounds like there's some weird shit that this dude claimed. But then when I got to about the death stuff, I was like, well, that's weird. There was an assassination, like that to me right away. I'm going, well, this and it's funny because that book the the thing that i read at the beginning they outright say he was assassinated there's no like <laughs> quote unquote attempted so-called assassin it says his assassination which is like kind of bold to say that and like everything that we just discussed it kind of makes you go well what the hell happened here dude like <laughs> like this dude like nobody just murders a guy assassinates him for no reason right like, it wasn't like a crime or anything. Like it's obvious that there was some weird stuff, foul play, as they say, right? <laughs> and so we look at the situation. He go, washed up on a beach in South Australia, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> with a briefcase and no socks on. Yeah, exactly. And so we look at it and we go, "Well, what the hell, dude? Like all this other weird stuff." And you know me, I'm the skeptic. I'm always gonna go, "Ah, it's fucking." There's there's not aliens living underground, dude. Like there's no. Krang fucking tunneling machine drill drill vehicle that builds fucking uh, tunnels for these dumbs underground. It's all <laughs> it's probably just some crazy dude. But then once, like you said, once you get to this like this assassination attempt and like all these things, like it makes you go, okay, like that all that information there. You'd have to be an idiot to not go. Well, this is fucking not weird. Like obviously, the dude didn't kill himself. It wasn't suicided. So why are people saying? First of all, in the news, which we know is controlled by all these, you know, liberal media and whatnot, <laughs> can be can be um, you know changed to whatever you want it to be, and then all of a sudden they're going, oh, he died of heart condition or whatever. But then you go, well, no, that's not what happened. He committed suicide because he had a fucking rubber cord wrapped around his neck. I mean, what the hell is that, right? <laughs> so already you're going, well, yeah, that's uh, probably what it was. Yeah, he committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then fucking you're going. Well, hang on a second. <laughs> That's when you go, hang on a second. What really happened here? And, and only an idiot would go, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that's what it was. And then people like us, we go, well, hold on. I know all that stuff is weird. And the guy, Phil Schneider, he's probably a mouth breather. The guy next to him was like, oh, he used to, he used to work underground, man. And fucking they were aliens, man. And you're, you're the guy going, all right, dude. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> right on, right on. And you just kind of avoid him because he probably seemed a little weird missing. Like you, you meet someone that's missing fingers, and you're probably going, I don't want to hang around this dude. And he probably talks to you, and already you're off put because he has like a weird demeanor, right? The guy had a weird demeanor because he's missing fingers and he had slumped shoulders, right? Bad arms, right? 
So you're already you're going, oh, I don't want to hang around this dude. And then he's ranting to you about the alien shit that he saw. And you're going, yeah, this dude's weird. <laughs> but then you hear about him dying and you go, well, that's kind of, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this whole thing. All I can say is that it, it definitely makes me question the scenario and what he was like, you know, what he knew, right? He knew too much, right? He knew too much. That's what it comes down to. Whatever it was that he knew, we'll never know because, you know, he strangled himself with his two fingers and a rubber cord. So, um, VS actually makes a good point. He says, uh, what if Krang was based on <laughs> Phil Schneider? But also, he says, more importantly, oh, yeah, more importantly, he says, my, my sources in the deep state indicate that Phil Schneider died of COVID-19 because he didn't wear a mask. But it's actually pronounced <laughs> meask. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> But, uh, no, so how easy is it? So I, I don't remember. You know what? I just finished reading. I was trying to remember what the book was that I just finished reading. Uh, Shutter Island, right? Great movie. Oh, yeah. I really yeah, like yeah. that movie. Yeah, great um, movie. Speaking With of Leonardo DiCaprio. Mark, Mark Ruffalo, too. <laughs> yeah. Thing. He was, um, his character, like in the book, you, it's hard not to picture him. So I watch a lot of movies before I read the book. Right. Um, and then, like, in rare occasions, I'll read the book first. Like, Black Dahlia was one book that I read before I watched the movie and shit. And The Mist was another movie that I watched before the... Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, book before I read watched the movie. And, um... But this one, I, like, as I was picturing the characters, Leonardo DiCaprio, horrible fit for the character. Really? Uh, yeah. But I get it. It's, a, uh, It's your guy's fucking... Uh, what's his name? The, the director... Scorsese. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, I don't know why his, I couldn't remember that. That's Paisan, like, bro. Yeah, that's uh, But that's why. Because they're it was all his guy. together. Yeah, they're great all guy, great actor, whatever. Yeah. I get it. And you could pass as that character. Not at all how he's described in the book and not at all the way that I would have cast him. I would have right. probably picked... Uh, who's the fella from... Who's the guy we like uh, from Men in Black 3? Um, oh, Josh Brolin? Yeah, that guy. I would have cast him yeah. as the With as the main character. jaw. Yeah, yeah, that dude's awesome. That's exactly who who they describe in the book. Uh, anyways. Uh, Should have just, <laughs> just said Thanos. Should have said who? Cable or Thanos. Yeah, well, you know what? I wasn't thinking. He's like the only guy that's played two characters in the Marvel comic universe, or the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, but, and I guess Deadpool doesn't really count because he was Fox rather than, anyways, Disney. But, yeah, two two characters in the same fucking mm -hmm. universe. Well, the, uh, no, uh, that, that's not necessarily true, oh, is it? Oh, well, let's hear. What do you got? Um, wasn't um, Captain America, wasn't he uh, Human Torch? Different universe. different Because uh, remember Fantastic Four, they redid it because they were going to incorporate it. Uh, Fantastic Four was actually redone with uh, somebody else as the Fantastic... He was, you're right, he's the same guy, but not in the same universe, right? Like, so so Deadpool takes place in the same universe as... Maybe, but that's the problem. They kind of like insinuate that it is, but at the same time, they don't really come right out, come clean because it was Fox versus Disney. Remember before, yeah, yeah, before right. Fox was owned by Disney. Anyways, yeah. that's Fucking who I would have cast. You're a nerd, dude. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nerd. Don't judge me because I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look up on my wall, and I've got the um, the villains. It's funny. My wife actually oh, bought yeah. me that, that villain. She bought me that painting from Hobby Lobby 
when I wasn't even there with her, she found it and she knew that it would go well with my ship because it was all the villains from the from the Marvel uh, universe. Anyways, um, that's who I would have cast as uh, the main character from Shutter right, Island. Right. Yeah, it's oh, a good choice. Yeah, it's a good choice. I agree. I can see it. But uh, what's his face? homeboy mark ruffalo he he was he was a good choice for the other guy the problem was as i was reading the book i already knew how it ended so i like and i'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it i recommend it shutter island the book or the movie whichever one they did a really good job in converting the book into a movie i mean it was pretty much like spot on it was about the equivalent of pet cemetery to the original pet cemetery movie like almost perfect uh, but anyways, I digress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in that book, they talk a lot about how hard it is to prove that you're not crazy once somebody says that you're crazy. Uh, because what do you do when somebody says, well, this guy's crazy. He needs to be admitted. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Of course, a crazy person would say I'm yeah. not crazy. Oh, man, you know? that's a solid fucking point, dude. I didn't think of that. That's so, pretty good. Once you're in an institution and you're behind the walls, if somebody says, you're not really a federal marshal, you're a crazy person and you right, belong right. behind these walls and you're actually a patient in, in whatever, whatever. Uh, and I fucking just spoiled the movie. Yeah, but... <laughs> that's what the movie's about. If you but, haven't watched it, now yeah, you're fucking lame anyway. Sorry, spoiler alert. It came out like 2008. It's like yeah, it's too late. 12 years old. 12 years old, dude. Spoiler alert, eight years ago. Well, that's 12, a good 12 point, because it's like, it, it, it's kind of like when you go to jail, and everybody's like, oh, well, I was framed, right? <laughs> I was framed. Yeah, so was I, of course, right? The yeah, yeah. Saw, they're all framed. But that's, um. so how hard would it have been for somebody to put this, to lock this guy away in an asylum, like, oh, this guy's crazy. He belongs in an institution. Yeah. And then and then he's like, I'm not crazy. You just don't want me to let out all the information about the aliens underground and the tunnels that we're digging that we've discovered these <laughs> alien wars and the aliens working side by side with the civilians underground and uh, government black water or black funds. And, ah, you know, like, yeah, of course. Like, if you were to say Alex Jones, right, there's a perfect example. Yeah. If somebody were to try to commit Alex Jones and he were to continue his spiel about like now they're turning the friggin' frogs gay which yeah, 90% 90% of what Alex what Jones says I I said <laughs> 90% of what he says is true uh you know Hillary Clinton is a damn demon yeah. uh if he were to continue on that tirade they would never let him out but yeah. what he did when he went to court for custody of his kids was he was like, no, it's just a bit that I play. It's a role that I play for the show, and it's a character, and blah, 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 blah. And so they were like, I think he got some leniency in that regard. But if he were to continue on those tirades, like if somebody said, you need to be instituted, and we have all these doctors <laughs> present, and he's like, no, because how else are they going to know that they're, the water, the chemtrails are leaking into the water supply, and it's heard of the freaking frogs gay? Like, of yeah, course yeah. you're going to get locked up for that. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like, why wouldn't they lock up a guy who is saying, well, there's these underground things underneath these base, military bases, and I've dug the tunnels, and I can tell you the exact coordinates, and I know exactly what's going on down there, and who's, and the, the people that were involved, and I can tell you all this information. Like, unless, if it's true, then of course they would rather you dead than behind yeah. the walls, where, like, some sympathetic ear could be like, 
what was that thing you were talking about, Phil? With the can you give me the coordinates for that? And I'll go ahead yeah. and I'll dig into it because I'm a single guy. I got nothing better to do. I'm just an orderly in a mental institution. I'll go dig deep and I'll get on Google Maps and I'll fucking look into these places. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. Out, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that movie right there. A dude that like meets him in the insane asylum. I'd totally watch that. Yeah, there you go, V. There's your starring uh, starring um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Louis Guzman. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Cillian Murphy. I like that dude. Killian, Killian Murphy is that? What's it? he from? He's the Scarecrow. Oh yeah, he's a pretty good yeah. dude. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you yeah. watched that. Peaky. You know what? You guys mentioned him last week, and I didn't know who you were talking about. Yeah, he was Killian in Twenty Eight Days. If you would have said Twenty Eight Days Later, I would have been like, Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got you. He's you know he's in that Justin Justin Time or In Time with Justin Timberlake. I, I always call it Justin Time because <laughs> Justin Timberlake, is, but Justin it's called Timberlake. In Time. It's a movie yeah no yeah and that's it's funny because that's that it makes sense that way yeah like why would you let them live when you could just silence them which just seems like and it's so funny we get all tinfoil hat and we go there's assassins out there blah 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 and there's no way that you can deny that at this point because it exists it's just like the shit with that dude the um gisline maxwell dude and you yeah, know the assassination stuff and you know, people that are like dying out there. You go, oh yeah. Well, we got to move them a lot because. Well, why? Well, because assassinations are technically a thing. So what you're saying by admitting that assassinations are a thing is that somebody is out there that stands to lose a lot or get in trouble over this, and they don't want to, and they're really important. So that's enough information to make you go, well, it's got to be somebody really fucking rich and important that can afford an assassin. Listen. First of all. Here's the thing about that. Like, if I was, because I, I can talk about this because I no longer work there. I was a prison guard for a while, and the the thing about it is, there's no amount of money that somebody could offer me to like look the other way, right? Because if I were guarding somebody's cell, I never had to guard anybody's cell. I had wings that I was in charge of. I just have to check in certain. I'd have to check and scan every so often or whatever, and. And it was very specific. Like, if you didn't hit a scan, you'd get in some serious trouble for that. And you had to, like, actually look in the cell and make sure that they were alive and not fucking strangling or, like, somebody wasn't killing somebody else or somebody wasn't dead on the on the floor with their head in the toilet and shit and hanging themselves and shit. But you had to, like, scan on their cell. They had a little barcode to... And then at the end of the shift, you had to go scan your thing. If I was in charge of anybody's cell, I don't care how high or low profile that case was there's no amount of money that you could pay me and i'll tell you why because the sort of person like yeah if you said hey i'll give you a million dollars if you fucking abdicate your duties and go take a smoke break for a minute or two mm -hmm. and when you come back the dude will be dead here's you know and they kind of like lay it out for me and i'm like all right cool yeah i'll do that for a million bucks who's to say first of all that they're gonna pay second yeah. of all the sort of person who can afford to pay you a million dollars to do that sort of thing is the sort of person who will come to your house and murder you and your family yeah, that's instead right. of paying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no real incentive for you to actually act on one of those things or one of those types of situations. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, not only that, you're losing your job, guaranteed. You're never going to work in that profession again. Probably any profession, for that matter. Because even if you get away scot-free, and they don't, say they don't pay you, 
say they do pay you. It doesn't matter. If you try to go get a job later on, they're going to ask for your last employer and you're going to say such and such jail. They're going to call and check your references and they're going <laughs> to say, yeah, he was the fucking guard who's yeah. supposed to be watching Epstein. And you've yeah, heard he, about Epstein. Yeah, you know? they go, oh, yeah, him? You mean the malingerer? The guy that doesn't show up and do is what he's supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to hire that asshole. Yeah, so, and, and Mike said it best here. Never be the loose end. Because that's yeah. what you end up being in that situation, yeah, is you end right. up just being a loose end. And if they can kill you, and they don't have to pay you a million dollars, and they get what they wanted from you, that's right. a win-win for them. So no yeah. way. You'd rather be the guy who, like, goes home at the end of your shift and they talk to the guy on the next shift and you just <laughs> hope that the next guy takes the takes the takes the bait or whatever anyways you should never do that um yeah. and that's more importantly and that ends pretty much the episode the dude fucking died and he was actually like telling the truth the whole time is is my in my opinion <laughs> the dude the dude is probably telling the truth about everything yeah. because like i'm totally why? inclined to agree with you i and uh, you know i don't normally jump in and go yeah <laughs> i don't normally do that but in this situation i'm inclined to agree because there's too many things that make you go well why would they kill him for any other reason why would this dude get killed it's not like he you know stood to do anything other than stuff having to do with the government that's that's all there is to it is that he was silenced because he was saying some stuff that was probably true so yeah i'm uh, right there with you brother on this so one. five bigfoots it's, it's been a while yeah, since we've done a since we've done a bigfoots yeah yeah definitely five bigfoots i'm right there with this is the first time where i'm like uh i'm, I'm there one of the few times <laughs> that i'm going yeah dude <laughs> this is we're weird. finally winning v over into the yeah. to put your tinfoil hat on v finally yeah. fuck yeah. we've been trying forever it's been right. what three years now gosh dang um yeah. no so here's my question to you v and yeah. what i was going to say prior to this was uh, this was our life lesson because we're going to run a little bit over because I have a couple questions for V. But uh, my our life lesson to you as okay. it relates to what I had just said about uh, abdicating duties and, and, and what Mike said about being a loose end and what we kind of talked about here about right. that. Uh, it's just do your job. And, and we didn't even talk about theology at all, so I'll work that in here too. Um, do your job to the best of your ability at all times. Even if your job sucks, you were brought on to do a job and your employer, the people for, in, in my case, in that situation, the people of the, of the, in the surrounding area, in the state, uh, they were counting on me to do my job, to kind of keep these people like in their positions uh, where they are. The families of these inmates were counting on me to keep their families safe. The inmates were counting on me to keep them safe. So there were a lot of people that were like counting on me to do my job, right? So that doesn't just have to apply to that. It can always apply to any job that you do. Somebody somewhere is counting on you to do your job and do it well. That's why they brought you on. No matter how minor that job you may feel that it is, like in a lawnmower, for instance, I use this as an example often, and I used mm -hmm. it when I was in a, as a recruiter, I would say no job is any more important than the other because without this particular job, the machine won't work. So right. every job, no matter how insignificant you feel that it is, it serves a larger purpose. Now, as it pertains to, like, theologically, 
Uh, you are to do your job as if you were doing it for God. You are serving God in everything that you do to include your job, even if it's like, I don't know, like an Amazon package handler. Like, you mm -hmm. should do that job as if you are honoring God in doing it. So, that being the case, whether you are atheist or theist, do it in a way that honors your uh, theological beliefs, whoever your higher power is, or do it just for the benefit of civilization, right, as a whole. Now, my question to you, V, do you think, and this is something that popped into my head while I was listening to, the, to these two dudes prattle on, uh, do you think that science fiction films and stories were created in such a way that it desensitizes and kind of uh, uh, makes it into more fantastical, these stories about aliens and UFOs mm -hmm. and flying saucers and spacemen and shit and uh, weird creatures? Do you think that these stories were created not just as an outlet for us to enjoy the arts, but more so as a way to desensitize and as a way to, um, for instance, when this guy starts talking, because that was the first thing that I thought, right, was this guy's talking about like a lot of science fiction mumbo jumbo. Like, <laughs> and I immediately like took myself to that place where I'm like, he's full of shit because I've seen this on the sci-fi channel, right? An amazing right, TV right. movie. Yeah. But, Rick and Morty, right? Rick right, and Morty. <laughs> you've seen all this stuff in like the yeah. stuff that you know that is fake. Yeah. Now, do you think that sci-fi is a, people call it a, a CIA psyop, right? Uh, yeah. Do you think it was created by some kind of entity, whether government or some kind of like world government or some kind of deep state or whatever? Do you think it was created by some kind of entity um, that was designed in order to make us less likely to believe when somebody comes forward with some real shit like phil schneider did well that's a really interesting speculation i'll have to i don't know like if that i guess that brings up the question of the chicken and the egg right like the the whole idea with science fiction right we talk about um hg wells like the time machine and all those things back in the day right and you go oh these spawn like real things right like okay here's an example like star trek right like remember their little communicators and yeah. everyone's like oh those they, that's where cell phones came from right the idea for cell phones and eventually we got that technology which you know we we laugh you and i we laugh about it we go it's just alien technology right <laughs> it was given given to us by whoever you know the grays or the reptilians fucking gave us technology to have cell phones so it it, it is an interesting question because you you look at it and you go well if the if science fiction came first right like hg wells time machine and we go well that's why we have all this technology is because that stuff has inspired imagination and whatever it's kept us to keep going forward and go well i want to do this like i always say when am i going to get my mutant powers right like that's the thing that's like that exists when you turn 14 mind. yeah when you turn 14 right that's when you're supposed to get it and and like that exists in my mind because I've read science fiction, you know, and fantasy and all that stuff growing up because I think, well, it has to exist. So my logic is is maybe to, to go with what you're you're theorizing is maybe it exists to soften the blow is like maybe all this stuff does exist. And so they're going, how do we slowly put this into society by making them aware of it as a fantasy? And then we slowly introduce the stuff, right? Like that's the only way I could see it as like possible because if that's true, 
then would we be able to handle like what like guys like us we we see an alien come down from the sky we're shaking our head going i fucking knew it i fucking knew it all along right but what what is general population that they've never seen anything weird and had to go oh i don't know i don't fucking know and the next thing you know you know the fucking uh independence day comes down and bill pullman's giving the speech right <laughs> you know today. what it would be it would be donald trump and he and that's the best part about this is why i recommend four more years of trump because disclosure we're like this close to disclosure and if donald trump is the president how funny would that be if yeah. donald trump is the president who does the independence day speech well you know like, what i always say about, about donald i've always trump. told you that we are the greatest planet in this solar system and as a matter of fact we're the greatest <laughs> there's no other planet in the solar system that is better than we are and i tell people all the time and people tell me as a matter of fact that we're <laughs> That's a pretty solid Trump impression. Thank I have to give it. But um, well, I, and and I always say, you know, that Trump getting another four, like he's gonna <laughs> go unhinged. Like he doesn't have to worry about shit now because he's not worrying about getting reelected. So he's gonna do whatever he wants. So all that stuff that we probably haven't heard about yet is probably gonna come out. There was even that joke thing where his son was interviewing him and he was like, "Are aliens real?" And then Donald Trump makes that face like that, like, like he looks down, <laughs> but he looks up. You know, and his eyebrows raise like. I'm about yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can see it. The people at home yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah, like that. And, they got, and so, so going back to what we were talking about with the science fiction stuff, it's kind of interesting to think about because it's the like I said, the chicken or the egg. Like you go, well, it, are we are we slowly evolving into a more technological society because we have this imagination to keep throwing out the ideas, flying cars and hoverboards and, you know, back to the future and, you know, whatever. I got to get that almanac so that when I go back in time, you know, when that is available, I can tell myself, hey, here's the, a way for your future to change, right? You can have this money and, you know, the lottery numbers from this day. Here you go, bro. I, you know, that kind of stuff, because that's my logic, right? That's what I want to do if that technology is available, you know, and, and then even then, like, you know, um, the surrogates, right? And I always talk about the 2045 initiative, dude. There's that crazy Russian guy that he's trying to um, create, you know, a way for us to be immortal. And that's something that I yearn for. Like, I can't wait to not have to eat and not have to sleep. And I can just be this, you know, constantly um, efficient being, you know? <laughs> totally you know what efficient. I think of, though, when you say that is the first thing I thought of was Carl when he's talking about the Highlander, or when the Highlander says, don't you want to be invincible? Oh, like, nah, nah, sometimes yeah. I really want to die. <laughs> yeah, die. Yeah, no, but like, what I'm saying is like, we get all this stuff, fantasy and science fiction, and we it gives us imagination, right? And Al Al Alfred Einstein, right? Imagination <laughs> is, is the doorway to uh, whatever, right? And so so we immediately Albert go, yeah. Albert Einstein stinks. <laughs> and so we look at that and we go well then then that's why we've we've progressed technological and that's why but at the same time i i honestly think we've hit this wall and i and i like and it irritates me and you know i'm gonna go into my rant here about you know this is what we need to change is i i think we're too focused on our technology and not our biology and like we're like oh we need new iphones and we need to be able to you know make better cars that can drive themselves or whatever but we haven't done anything to address our issues as like diseases and like oh we gotta v, now we've got v, COVID. we have done that 
you're forgetting like we have we already have we're, I think we've hit that same wall mm -hmm. biologically that we've hit technologically like what you're saying uh, well that's where I'm gonna jump in on your rant because we already cured cancer and this should piss you off as much as it does I know it pisses you off as much as it does me because right. we both have personal uh, situations regarding this they cured cancer they've cured AIDS They've cured all these diseases, Alzheimer. They've cured all this shit that we have people dying of date like constantly because it's cheap or it's it's more beneficial to the pharmaceutical companies to treat an illness than it is to cure one. And we've already cured all these things and even if they even if they want to pull this shit like yeah. they have like they say, well, it's been through. It's we've got to go through the FDA testing and all this bullshit. Yeah. That's a ten-year process. Yeah. They've had the cure. Look at Magic Johnson, right? Yeah. AIDS was not like. I mean, AIDS was something we were dealing with back in the '80s when it was an epidemic, and they've cured it because look at Magic Johnson. The dude doesn't even have AIDS anymore. I guarantee yeah. it. He doesn't. I mean, he had AIDS, he was HIV positive back in what the early '90s. Like yeah. this dude is still out there do donating blood. Like there's a picture of him donating blood, and yeah. this dude like. They've cured these things. When's the last time you heard of a politician that actually that actually was like uh, like a headlining politician in Washington dying of cancer? You've yeah. never heard that. Yeah. It's, uh, so what you're saying is that it's not available to us, which is interesting because I, I, like now that you say that, I think about things like stem cell research and all these things that are quote unquote taboo. And we can't access these things that could help us evolve biologically. And maybe... Maybe that's just because we don't have access to it, and it's not that it's taboo, but there's these things that, like, uh, what do you call, walls that are created by society or even perhaps government that keep us from evolving because what better way to um, propagate your species than to keep some of them dumb so you can sell them products and, you know, get what rich off them. What are you to the government, V? Yeah, yeah, that's well, true. Am I to the government? Yeah. Not, other than not. other than suckling the teat of their, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we don't vote Democrats, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't want to keep us alive. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. But, so I don't know. Like, yeah, to answer your question, uh, do I think, um, do I think if the science fiction exists to, to kind of, um, what do you call it, uh, to make deflect. it less likely to believe yeah to deflect yeah a good to term. deflect I, I was trying to think of like a, but yeah to like deflect um yeah i think i think that's a possibility and like if that's true <laughs> then then maybe like you know the things from the earlier eras like we, i go back to the hgls every time and i think you know maybe somebody was telling him like hey man you wouldn't believe all this crap that i've seen you wouldn't believe all of it because really like uh, everything and as a writer myself everything that i base in my stories is always based on truth there's always somebody i know that is that person in the story and i go oh that's, that whole person exists because i know somebody like that right or this whole story exists because i did something like that you know and then i just uh, fabricated it a little bit or changed the names even like there are some things that i've written that are literally true like true as shit but i just changed the names of the people right? <laughs> that's all i did change the names of the people that's it and, I, and to tell you the truth, and I, this is another full disclosure, I've written things about myself that are totally true, and I would never tell anybody. In, like I would, <laughs> like even you, as close as we are, I would never even tell you that gay character story. that you have. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, not that. No, <laughs> not that. <laughs> but yeah, no. But you, you get what I'm character. saying here. Is like, yeah, is like that. That kind of makes you question, um, in general, just truth, right? Which is what we're trying to do here. On you had me at Bigfoot is to question. <laughs> oh, is the, that where we get the name? It's the like truth. when, like on uh, when movies come out and they're like. Oh, that's where the name came uh, from. They, somebody they say the name <laughs> in the movie, right? You go, oh yeah. Oh, all right. That's you know really what? Good. You know what I hated the my like I've always loved Sin City as like one of my favorite movies. But then they did that a Dame to Kill for, uh, and I watched the whole movie up until the point when the dude he tells Marv he goes, "Now that's a Dame to Kill for," and that's when I shut it off. <laughs> I shut the movie off right there. I go, oh man, yeah, what's fucking gay, dude? <laughs> I, just, I shut it off right there. Why would you? Why would you do Boo. that? <laughs> you said that's a dame to kill for, and I was like, dude, it's in the title, man. Like, <laughs> are you saying that we're so dumb we didn't realize this was the dame to kill for? <laughs> oh man, I get it. No, I get it. So that's um, right. Let's let's hit the comments real quick. Since we're right. over, it doesn't fucking matter at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Buzz says uh, immortality would be terrible. I don't want to live forever. No Lazarus for me. Thank you. And then the government just wants us to be the pay pigs. Uh, and so there is... Um... Oh, you know what? And Mike said something earlier that I did want to touch on. Uh, he said that I think that the entity, quote unquote, in charge of using Hollywood as sounding board or uses Hollywood as a sounding board to measure people's reactions maybe just a crazy Canuck theory, but I also believe Jay Cook, Jay Cook, uh, Jake Hoop is really Tom's mom and Buzz. Is. <laughs> but, yeah, Mike, at this point, he's I, I guarantee he's smoking right now, and that's why he's yeah. like kind of like half typing stuff. But uh, no, I think that's a good. I think that's a good point. I think using Hollywood as like a kind of like a way to test the waters, like yeah, dip your toe in and yeah. be like. How would America uh, respond to? Because really, let's be honest. That's really what the aliens care about is America. Um, that's why it's always America that the aliens land in. They're like unaware of the rest of the world. Uh, but they're like, how would America respond to a full-scale alien invasion? Like, let's give them this script and let them run with it, and we'll see how people <laughs> respond to it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good point. I think it's a solid mm -hmm. point. And then uh, Buzz, I like that immortality would be terrible because this is something that I actually struggle with. And I'm, I'd am like to announce that, uh, you know, on this show, I'm very clear that uh, about my religious beliefs. And uh, I think Christianity is obviously my, uh, my, my soup du jour. I was going to say soup du jour, my flavor or whatever that mm -hmm. I prefer. Your cup of tea. Uh, cup yeah. of tea. Yeah, and so that's obviously... I'm, I'm very, like... I strongly believe in that, and that is something that I enjoy. I take a lot of... Uh, I get a lot of joy from my faith. Uh, but at the same time, the idea of eternity terrifies me. And I don't know what it is. But eternity is obviously something that is a big part of Christianity, is living in, in eternal paradise or eternal damnation, right? And it's not even that, I mean, I'd obviously prefer eternal paradise over eternal damnation, you know, no, no question. However, the idea of eternity terrifies me. And like, if I think about it for more than a second or two, I have to stop because I'll go into a full-blown panic attack. The idea of eternity terrifies me. And uh, it's something I don't think a lot of people really think about is the idea of just never ending. And it's enough to induce a panic attack in... 
I would imagine certain people, uh, me specifically, I, I suffer from panic attacks anyways. Uh, but that's enough to where if I think about it for more than a second, it'll induce a full-blown panic attack. So I have to totally avoid it. And Not me, man. I totally would suck at uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise's wrist. Remember on uh, on the Interview with the Vampire? Yeah. Uh-huh. When he, when he gives the yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Am I boring? <laughs> when he gives the wrist. Well, we hadn't done that joke yet. <laughs> when he, he gives his wrist to Kirsten Dunst, and then she starts sucking on his wrist to become a vampire, and she and he, she goes, "Can I have some more?" And but that doesn't really. That's not real eternity. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's immortality as far as the the as life right so like when you think about life if you're alive forever and but there's still something that can kill you and can end it all for you that's not really eternity you know what i'm saying it's immortality uh but you can still so, end it. so i would need to be what you're saying is i would need to have immortality and invincibility is what you're saying yeah you would have to you would have to have that so like for for christianity for instance you know you your eternal spirit your spirit goes on and that is your consciousness right so you continue to exist after death uh you got to go back for my comments oh i, I got to go back and, and catch jacob's comments here in a minute. but yeah your spirit or your consciousness leaves you and it continues to exist forever whereas your physical existence on this planet is immortal right and say invincible even at that point yeah like what if the world passes and everyone is gone and everything is gone and the world wastes away and you're just standing here alone with nothing and post-apocalyptic world you know and there's nothing to do forever for eternity and then you end up drifting off into space because say the world let's say the sun erupts right because that's that's going to happen eventually the sun is going to uh, explode, implode, whatever, but it's going to create this cataclysmic event where basically our solar system is going to cease to exist. You'll just be floating in the universe forever yeah, with nothing. Right, right. So that's kind of like what bothers me about the fact, the, the idea of eternity. Like, at some point, you're going to do everything. You know what I mean? You could sit yeah. there and count everything. I'd I love that. I, it's it's I so see, funny. Like, you say, that, you say all that, and like, I go, I, I'm thinking, I'm the complete opposite. I would love to see all of those things. I would love to witness the sun explode. I would love to see all that stuff. That's how I look seriously, and that's how I like look at it as like, man, living forever I'd be able to get so much information. I'd have so much information. I'd know so much. I mean, obviously my brain probably wouldn't be capable of holding all that information. I'd have to evolve to a bigger brain or have some sort of way to something, man. Definitely have to have like a high high computer brain, like something that's uh, like a terabyte. Like you're a gonna terabyte. have to keep, yeah. You're gonna have to keep upgrading. Yeah. Like uh, the bicentennial man, except for like the opposite. Oh, that's that what movie. that movie was with yeah. uh, Robin Williams, bicentennial man. Oh, you know what, okay. megabit, and you know what, megabit, your what you just said just now, I would sleep forever, like some kind of Lovecraft monster. That's something that I had considered as well, because I used to have this conversation with my dad a lot, a theological conversation. My dad was a minister. I told him the same thing. I said, the idea of eternity bothers me. Like, it, it's terrifying to me. I don't know why, and I can't get over it. And he told me, like, he's like, do you have any idea how, <laughs> like, how many times at the end of the day I'm like, 
I wish I had more time. Like, and that was mm-hmm. his idea. And That's I wish how I, I am. could. Then see, I wish I could have that feeling, mm-hmm. but like I thought, I was like, well, maybe I'll just sleep for a while. But you know, you end up sleeping. Eventually, you're gonna wake up, and you're like, yeah. well, okay, so a millennia has passed. You know, <laughs> like, and I'm still here. I guess I'll go back to sleep again. You know. Um, yeah, I forgot Megabit and I were talking the other day about how uh, we're both reading Lovecraft stories or whatever. Uh, for the first time, we're both reading through some of these stories. So, um, and we were bragging about which Lovecraft monster we like the best. Uh, but my, my other question, you kind of already answered it to some degree. How would your life be affected upon disclosure, V? I know you said something to the effect of, I fucking knew it, <laughs> which is funny, <laughs> which is funny because like all this time you've been the guy who's like, no, no, it's all fucking fake. It's all fake. Yeah. I don't believe. Well, word I, of think, it. I think, I think now uh, you're like, you're coming around. So, but what, I, how if would I, you like okay, here's what I would do. I'll give you a kind of a timeline. If I, if they like disclosed fully the aliens that really exist and like there was an, like, if we found that out and there was hands down, like aliens exist, like I would have to go meet one. I'd have to. Like, hands down, like, I would stop everything I'm doing, and I'd have to go, like, see it for myself. I'd have to introduce myself to an alien, and then I'd say, look, man, it's time you guys gave me my mutant powers. It's, it's time. <laughs> it's about it's, damn time. About I am 14 time. plus 20. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is time. It's time. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> You're 20 yeah. years too late. Two yeah, decades that's what I do. late. I, and I'm not even joking. This is what I would do if, like, we found out aliens exist. I'd stop everything I'm doing. I'd go rent a car, and I'd drive to wherever it is these aliens exist. And I'd have to introduce myself to that alien and then form a relationship so that I could get them to give me uh, my mutant powers. That would be my goal. Because so... really, like, aliens, whatever, that's great. But how does it benefit me? You know what I mean? How does it benefit me? You're like so narcissistic about it too. Yeah, you're, like, you're like, all right, aliens, cool, whatever. Yeah, the time knife, I get it. We've all been there. You know, like Ted Danson. Yeah, I've like, seen yeah, it on Rick and Morty. It. Now, how do you make me into a mutant? How, how do I have mutant abilities? So I'm just gonna like re. I'm gonna rehash old jokes that I did with uh, Dustin before. Like, where would you go? Like, what would you do? What would you like? What mute? First of all. What mutant power would you demand? Second of all, where in the universe would you go if they're like, listen, man, so this alien, you finally meet this alien, you call him a, a space uh, H.P. Lovecraft's cat's name, you call yeah. him that, and then you and then you go and you say, yeah. hey, where, <laughs> you know exactly where I was going with that. Yeah. And I had to, I had to incorporate yeah, go back one of to the Buzz's moon, jokes. <laughs> I had to take one of Buzz's comment about H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's cat. If you don't know what H.P. Lovecraft's cat's name is, look it up. Just look it up on Google. Um, and he actually wrote a story about it and used that name in one of his stories. Anyways, uh, you say, you call him that. You call him some some slur <laughs> that yeah. we've come up with for aliens or whatever. Yeah, we'll have to do that at some point. And then you say, uh, and he says, hey, listen, I'll give you your, your, your mutant power and... I'll let you go anywhere in the universe. Because guess what, V? Because they know our names, right? Guess what, V? There's like this whole universe. And I know you're aware of it. And I know you know it. But you guys don't even know the half of it. You don't even know like the tiniest fraction of it. There's so much cool shit out there. Here's like, like, what are you looking for in the universe? We'll send you there. And we can find you one that's compatible, that you can breathe in, that you can do shit in, and whatever. Like, where would you go in the universe? Like, what would you look for in a planet that you want to go to and that you want to experience? Mm. 
That's uh, okay. So, so am I picking my my mutant power, and then I get to go to a planet, basically? Yeah. A planet, a planet that has anything I want is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as, mm, it's a toughie because it, it, it's it's tough to choose just one superpower, right? Like, here's the thing, like that, like you can't you can't realize until you actually have those powers, right? Like you say, well, I'd want flight, <laughs> but yeah, but then when you but land, I want to go to a planet that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. has shit that I can, you know, that's that's cool to look at from the sky. Yeah, well, not only that, but, like, if you fly, yeah, you can fly, but if you don't have, like, super strength or invincibility, when you land, you're going to hurt your feet or something, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't, like, well, have no, super... No, you can slowly come down to the Earth. I, I would assume that, and I'm not a fucking spaceman, right? Mm-hmm. But I would assume if you have the mutant ability to fly that you can control your descent, like Superman, right? Like, you can slowly come... It's not like you're rocketing down to Earth. You could, but you'd fuck yourself up because you don't have yeah. invincibility. But you could slowly descend down to the Earth and be like, hey, guys, I'm here, and, like, softly land on your sneakers or whatever. Right, right. And your Earth sneakers that everyone's like, whoa, that's pretty well, fucking cool. Where'd you well, get I've given this I've Earth? given this some uh, considerable thought over the years. Well, and and all, of, all of the powers that out there, I think the easiest one for me to default to is just telepathy. Because if I had telepathy... First of all, you can control minds. Second of all, um, you can totally like win at gambling, like constantly. Like the, if I had telepathy right now, the first thing I'd do is I'd go straight to Vegas and just start <laughs> winning like crazy at, at blackjack. Yeah, I'd win. Get your the sh- fingers broken by, the, <laughs> by by Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then as for planet wise, well, I'm gonna have to go a little dirtbag on that one. It'd have to be somewhere where it's just like a race of all women. Large-breasted women, right? That like have no men on their planet, and then they just need to like, like keep exist. Like we're running out of a way to procreate because all the men are gone. And then I show up, and I'm like the savior man, right? Like I'm like what they call God's gift, right? They they sh- I show up, I'm God's gift to women, right? Like like here I am, and they're just like, oh, the man is here, and you know it's and your telepathy, out. your telepathy. Yeah. You start reading their mind, and they're all like, he's a little short. <laughs> <laughs> like every one that you look at they're like oh he's too short <laughs> and then i show up i slowly descend down like with my power of flight because i show up at the same planet just to be a dick <laughs> like hey v <laughs> I'm like, what are you what? doing here this is, my, this is my bit man my gig they're like oh he's six feet tall or whatever the unit of i assume it's feet because they all they know is america right so yeah. they're all like oh he's six feet tall he's totally like i'm like what are they thinking v <laughs> and you're like they hate you <laughs> you know what and it, it, what's funny is uh vs actually said if disclosure happens i'll make it my goal to have sexual intercourse with an extraterrestrial <laughs> and then and then follows it up with and my mutant power would be complete immunity to stds <laughs> yeah so. Yeah, and, the, and then Buzz says the Amazon's planet. Yeah, like the Snoo Snoo <laughs> ladies on Futurama, remember? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak and spongy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and then Mike said V ends up on Balchinian planet. <laughs> yeah, that would be my luck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get telepathy. I'd get something shitty. It'd be like I'd have telepathy, but it's like I could only read like one part of their mind. 
Like the angry things that they think about people. Or <laughs> you something. can only hear about what men are thinking, and all you hear is like a bunch of gay Balchinian aliens. <laughs> like, oh, he's perfect. <laughs> like, you just hear like an echo of, oh, he's per. Oh, I want to have his dick in my in my ball mouth. <laughs> like just like a bunch of like really graphic sex uh, thoughts uh-huh. from these Balchinian aliens. Disgusting, V. Why would you wish for that? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, all right. What well, else do we got? So. Is that it? No, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> now, that we've, that's now that we've totally gone off the rails for yeah, an extra half it. an hour. <laughs> but all right, so five Bigfoots. Yeah, you'd yeah. Uh, end up on the Balchinian planet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with mind reading abilities, but only for men. I do have to do my shot for uh, Mike's birthday because I, I accidentally did it too soon before uh, we, right. we had all the information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice uh happy birthday mike um yeah, one uh, of our biggest uh, fans certainly birthday. arguably uh. our biggest fan what's that no i said uh uh happy birthday <laughs> happy bir- remember the boxy brown boxy brown boxy brown and then yeah. carl peeing all over him yeah um so is that what else do you, do you have anything that you want to say v i'm like oh yeah at this yeah. point i've been like drinking this whole episode and I'm, <laughs> so i'm gonna be like no, real yeah. sloppy in my outro v no, take I was the wheel say uh you know just thanks guys for showing up don't forget to pick up some merch um if you feel like it um happy birthday mike thanks for always coming out all, all you guys are are uh, are uh what do you call it regulars we love you guys thanks uh thanks again for uh for showing up tonight and showing up every night keep doing it doing what you're doing and you know living the dream and you know all that good stuff and taking a knee and drinking water and I, at this point i'm just coming up with any random uh maxim that i can think of <laughs> you know whatever just hang out and, you know you guys, you guys will uh you know don't forget to follow us on youtube or not youtube well yeah follow us on youtube yeah, but also twitter but also we're twitter at four, we're at 550 followers did you know that uh, or 550 subscribers that's a pretty big deal insane dude but yeah, and and continue to do so, and uh, you know, whatever. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm gonna caveat. Oh, this is this is something that they always said in the army, right? Yeah. I'm gonna caveat, caveat on what so and so said, yeah. uh, and then they say the exact same friggin' thing. Um, yeah. No. Thank you guys for coming out. Had a lot of fun. Uh, today was a funny episode. I didn't know if we were gonna be able to make it a full episode, and uh, you know, all the technical glitches aside, uh, appreciate you guys all coming out and sticking it out with us, and. Uh, you know all that cool shit happy birthday mike uh you're a good dude mike you're a good dude and we, we definitely enjoy having you it's as long as we've had you gosh dang we've had you for a whole high school career four years mm-hmm. like you could people could have had a bachelor's degree in the amount of time that you've been watching our show <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah no that's uh um yeah, it's, no, it's very cool that you guys that you guys still hang out. I was actually talking to Reinhardt the other day, and I said, "Man, people keep tuning." Like, I would have given up on the show a long time ago if not for uh, those of you who have been sticking it out with us: Jaku, um, uh, Megabit, Mike, obviously, Buzz um, Busby, Buzz Busby. Yeah, some of you dudes that have been that have been with us since uh, for as far back gosh dang like uh epstein was our first like when we kind of became consistent with you know that's episode 20 we're at 61 now so you guys have been around for a long time and if not for you guys i would have fucking dropped out of this a long time ago and i've never told v that off to the side but i think (laughs) i think we both have the same like idea like if we didn't have people who actually wanted to listen to us and wanted us uh 
to continue to make content like we probably would have stopped doing this a long time ago but you guys make it worth doing and it's it's a lot of fun to do it and we have a lot of laughs and i really do enjoy coming out here now and, and doing this stuff tomorrow here's the thing this is the one last thing that i'm going to leave you with uh tomorrow i am going to the kentucky state capitol i told mike about this earlier this is how mike this is how you know that you're like one of our loyal fans that we actually uh you know <laughs> we actually give you like you're privy to this information is i talked to mike uh the other day i'm going down to kentucky state capitol to protest tomorrow because governor Bashir has overreached his um authority as a governor and the attorney general who's a new attorney general and i voted for him because i expected him to kind of rein this motherfucker in uh and i knew i knew our old governor wasn't going to get reelected, and i you know i figured this dude uh daniel cameron he was going to be the one who would like rein this dude in he was slacking and he wasn't doing his job finally did his job and he reined this dude in over the whole covid situation and um he sued like sued the governor over uh overreaching policies as far uh, in the, in the COVID-19 situation and that case is being heard by the Supreme Court tomorrow at nine o'clock in the morning and so a bunch of us are getting together and this is like there's a Facebook group that was created and a, a Facebook event that was created where everyone is getting together and we're meeting on the steps of the Supreme Court in Kentucky in Frankfort Kentucky and we're going to go and protest the governor and wait for the results of the Supreme Court hearing. Uh, and I'm actually going. I'm very excited because I didn't want to, This is one of those things like I can sit here and I can talk shit all day long and I'm happy to and I love to do it behind the protection of my webcam and shit. But uh, I don't want one day my grandkids to look up at me and say, you know, Grandpa Tom... What, a, what did you do when when all this bullshit was going on? And I'll say, well, I posted a bunch of funny memes. <laughs> and and uh, I was a co-host on a show called You Had Me at Bigfoot, and we talked a bunch of shit. Uh, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who also says, yeah, I did those things, but also I went down to the Capitol and I raised some hell and I called the governor a fag to his face. <laughs> that's what I want to tell my that's what I want to tell my <laughs> I want to tell that in verbatim. Like verbatim. Yeah. I want to tell my, yeah, grand, yeah, yeah. my grandkids that. Uh, so I am going down there tomorrow. So here's what, because you guys stuck it out, all nine of you still stuck it out all the way to the end till 1130 Eastern time. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. Post on Twitter what you want me to write on my uh, poster board when I go down there. What funny quote you want me to write. <laughs> And put a hashtag, a tag, tag the page in it, and tag me and V at You Had Me Podcast and at V underscore Weenus, and do like a hashtag. Tom goes to the Capitol, <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Tom hashtag Tom goes to the Capitol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and write what you want me to write on the poster board, and whichever one gets the most likes. I will, uh, I'll write that on a poster board and I'll hold it up when I'm down there at the Capitol tomorrow. Pinky swear, I promise I'll do it. It's, please try not to get me arrested, but um, the funnier the better and whatever you write, I promise you, if it wins, I'll write it. I may have to edit it if I have to put an asterisk or whatever, uh, but I will write it and because you guys stuck it out and because you guys have been such a loyal fans and because we love you so much I will do that um, 
and I won't I won't pull a Dustin and I hope he's listening because I hate talking about people behind their back but I won't pull a Dustin and like cop out because I'm supposed to go and read the the Sherlock Gnomes script to Bobo or whatever from Planet <laughs> Bigfoot um, but yeah if you write it and you hashtag uh, Tom Goes to the Capitol and tag me and V in it uh, I will do it if it gets the most likes so uh, whatever you gotta do to make that happen do it Tomorrow morning, I will write it down with a big ass permanent marker, and I'll take it down to the Capitol with me, and I'll hold it up. And uh, you know, thank you guys again. I will. We will see you next week. Are you interested in advertising on You Had Me at Bigfoot? Oh hell no! Reach out to us at contact at youhadmeatbigfoot.com.